listening to the High Noon Podcast with your hosts, Mason Smith and Andrew Vickers. What's up, guys? Yeah. Welcome to another episode of High Noon. We got a very special guest today, the guy that basically told me I was a pussy and to sign up or <laughs> shut up. Jack Hall, yeah, the one and on? only yeah. Com- comedy oh, daddy. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I'm, I'm the one who tells everybody to do comedy. Various yeah. and sundry daddy as well, actually. Okay. All right. Sorry, still working with that. I Mason don't know why plays that, that was low. Yeah, Mason plays that drop all the time because he's so not used to hearing it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. What's oh, up, dude? Thanks for coming. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. This is uh, way better than what I've been doing with my time. So, What have you been doing with your time? Uh, Briefly, because I know this is the... Yeah. I, I've been just playing video games. Attaboy. Like It's so bad that I feel... That's why I put out that really shitty sketch that I, I liked made. it. I oh, liked thanks. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it was... I don't know. I, I just... I was sitting around and I'm like, I'm not writing any jokes. Like, I've written one or two jokes this entire time. And I didn't realize how easy it was for me to be a fucking house... Um, you know, if I've changed something, does that improve it and be able to see the reaction and like kind of validate that as a big laugh, even if I wasn't getting a big reaction, which is, you know, kind of fucking I don't know, jerking myself off a little bit. But, you know, it, it helps, you know, it, yeah. It, you know, what's the so, worst ever indication that you ever saw that someone had heard your had heard your like one of these like, oh, for fuck's sake, this one again. No, you know, what? it's you just, it's just a blank stare. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> and it's like, I, I don't know. You're, you're clearly bored. And I know you're trying to support me, but you're not supporting me by just standing. Right. Sitting but right. as long as they're not like saying, like you can see reading their lips, they're mouthing the words along with you. It's gotten so familiar to them. Yeah. It's like, well, and the thing is, I'm guilty of the same thing. Oh, sure. Um, but I really only do that at book shows because, yeah, you're not well, supposed to be doing new material at a book show. Yeah. So I'll I've, be hanging out with the other comics and then I'll just finish the, like, I'll just. And I've seen, like, you know, I was doing that with Logan O'Brien, and we were having so much fun doing that. Like, just <laughs> going back and forth, just finishing their bits. Each other's right. Yeah. I, I think that within the, the community of people who have gotten booked and done booked shows, it you know, I realized really quick that at the book show, you're doing your stuff that you know. You're, yeah. do, you're doing your act. You know, I guess your act. Yeah. Your yeah. act. You know, you're doing your five to ten minutes that you know works. And I think that everyone that does comedy should understand that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, I think most I've do. never gone to a show and said, oh, here he goes again. No, doing, obviously. You know, because at a yeah. show, it's what you're doing the same fucking thing. Mm. You know, well, but but I've at, at open it. mics, it's like, you know, you've been like, God damn it, Goldstein. <laughs> here he goes. <laughs> well, and then there's that flip side, right? Where you watch someone who's been doing the same bit for, let's say, three weeks and hasn't changed a line. And that's not working something. Like and that you're that's not, not the wor- same yeah, thing. Yeah, you're not working on material. You're just repeating it over and over again and expecting a different result. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's like is it, that's as if you've already decided, yep, this needs yeah. no more work. It's per- and it's like, well, why are you working on it? And I'm guilty of that, too. Like, yeah. I do the same thing. Um, and again, like, what, what's so weird is, like, right before this started, I, I felt like I had gotten to, like, a new level of comedy where... I was taking it a lot more seriously. Like I was really working on bits, like working on them, like like sitting down, changing words, doing all that stuff. And you know, I was I 
for the next two months, I had at least one show every week. Like, I was so excited. My hard work was paying off. And then they're like, oh, yeah, no, everything is canceled. Yeah, right. I was like, fuck. You and know. you actually, so you run a show. You do. Uh, I ran a show. Who knows? Ran, ran a show, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, that was, what was that called? It was. Uh, the Squealing Pig. And But yeah. left-hand comedy, right? Oh, yeah, right? left-hand comedy. Right. I called it that, uh, and I'm glad I did, because I had heard of other comics who got, like, screwed out of rooms where, you know, they would call it whatever bar's name show. And then once it was successful enough, the bar was like, well, why do we have to pay you? People just come here, right? So I oh, called okay. it left-hand comedy so that I could, you know, pull out and go to any different show. And right. the marketing was mine. The branding was mine. I think mine. that's definitely the move. Yeah. And I've noticed that, like, a bunch of, you know, there's, like... Um, uh, you know, Severin's show is um, uh, cozy comedy. Yeah. You know, it's like its own thing. Yeah. You know, and then there's uh, well, no, I guess Capo is just Capo, isn't it? Yeah, but that's a different thing. But yeah, and but. well, and it's the the idea was just you know, hey, if I wanted to do another show at a different bar, yeah, you could I don't still have do to that. do any hard work. Like I can actually benefit from the hard work I've already put in. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, but, for sure. Yeah, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'd ever do more than one show a month though. Like it was, it's a lot of work. It's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, dude, I see people, you know, like, you know, there was obviously a couple new shows popping up right before quarantine mm-hmm. and it's crazy how like it's stre- the weekly shows seems a little stressful. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like I was doing it once a month and I was already, uh, just the amount of anxiety I and had. never promoting it. Yeah. And right. Well, that was like, <laughs> I think a big part of it is just who I am as a person, right? Like I'm just not proactive enough to be able to start marketing day one of the month. You right. know, I'd always, essentially it was until I waited until my nightmares got so bad and I was like, all right, I got to start marketing this show. <laughs> had you, had you, you tried to do, oh, sorry, Andrew, go ahead. Well, I was just going to ask is another thing that did you feel like it, uh, it didn't get as stale to audiences as well when it was uh, not a weekly thing? Yeah. I mean, I honestly, the, the goal was always to bring it to a weekly thing oh, okay. um, because that's just from a marketing standpoint, that's just the, that's the best. Because then people are like, hey, it's Thursday night. What should we do? It's like you just know for sure, oh, there is comedy available on this day. Yeah. And that helps solidify people, right? And so that was kind of what I was hoping to do. And um, I don't know. Shit was just getting a little crazy with the bar and stuff like that. So I don't know. You know, it was a fun experiment. But Yeah. Well, so is that bar still do, – is that do – you, do you, are you in contact with them? I have not been in contact with them um, Partly because right before all this happened, they gave, um, and I'm not going to name any names, but they gave one of the weeks uh, to a different comic. So they gave the first Thursday of the month. Really? To a, yeah. And I was just like, what the fuck, you guys? You know, yeah. Like, Did you know the comic? Yeah, I or, know. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, they reached out to me and, you know, a lot of people were talking about how, how it was like some big beef between us and it wasn't. Yeah. You know, I was well, just, yeah. You know. People like to say things. Yeah, exactly. And so I came up to her, I was like, hey, you know, like. I'm more. I'm mad at the bar. I'm not mad at you. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Because he just took the opportunity. Yeah. Like, exactly. It wasn't like he wasn't like he was like, "Hey guys." Why well, the you thing is, they asked me if I was okay with it. Oh, well, and that's, I, I mean, that's and, good. And, and yeah, and so they did everything they were supposed to do. I just thought when I got that message that I was getting fired for some reason, and this was like. Essentially, they were doing being a bigger person by letting me know before the even the bar would tell me. And then, you know, yeah, what I found out was, no, it was the person who I was working with was starting something. And then the person they're working with saw how successful it was and was like, oh, I can do that. And I can because, you know, I'm like my guy was getting a lot of attaboys from the owners and shit because, you know, we were 
you know, doing really well. Like surprisingly, right. I just I, I I would look at it. It was like, a fun show. Yeah, like yeah. I, you know, it, might not have always been that packed, but yeah, it was fun and, though. Well, and that again is a testament to how bad I am at marketing. Yeah, so. right. Well, it would be like that week. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Like, hey, hey guys, by the way, <laughs> well, the Thursday one, comedy. I think the one that I did was maybe the last or second to last one before quarantine mm. happened, and and it was it was a cool vibe because there were people that came in like halfway through the night yeah. and packed it out. Yeah. And so, I mean, it ended up working out really well. Yeah, and that was the thing is we would have really killer nights, and then we would have some nights where, like, no one showed up. And it was really just me getting, like, you know, figuring out, all right, who do I hit up? And, you know, like, I had this one guy who was really, really helpful just filling out the room. That college kid, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was on one of those Yeah, right? And, like, that was awesome. But I also knew that wasn't sustainable, you know, to rely on this one guy to just keep bringing all of his fucking friends. (laughs) Well, yeah, because, you know, that's something, one of the first things that Jonathan Tilson told me, he goes, uh, it was at your show. He goes, uh, oh, you brought some people? I'm like, yeah, I think I brought, like, five, six people. He goes... You should save those for bringer shows. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what do you mean? He's like, he's like, you'll see. Yeah. Keep inviting people. Yeah. It dwindles fast. So fast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's true. Yeah. I used up my last favors for that. Uh, I did a bringer show in um, a comics roadhouse. Oh yeah. I did that. Yeah. yeah. I did and that. It's that was a, a lot of fun. A ton of fun. Mm. It was a, ama- it was a really cool experience. Yeah. But you only get to go on if you bring at least four people. Oh yeah, you no, know? I remember, and I and it's like, in Connecticut. Yeah. yeah, 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 and it's like such a huge ask, you know? Right. And I, I remember the way I did it was uh, I got my my best friend who lives in Worcester, and I was like, hey, um, you like we're gonna like rent a room. Oh yeah, that's for the we, night, you know, we did that. Get, like bring your girlfriend. We're gonna have a blast, and you know, then I so I had two people that way. And then my boss, thank God, his girlfriend, his like now girlfriend lived like 10 minutes away. And I was like, you should come too. And then next thing you know, like eight people. Oh, you got, you ended up bringing eight. (laughs) Yeah. So then you also get five bucks too per per person. I did not get any money. How long ago was that? This was, uh, I think it was in March. This March? Yeah. And because the the deal is uh, for you bring, you get five bucks a person. Did I get paid? I don't know. Because oh, you were so late, you had you had those eight people in the one hotel room having such a party. You forgot what. <laughs> well, happened. so so here's what it, here's the one thing I didn't like about the situation. Mm. It's five bucks per person. Cool. Yeah. So I brought five people. Twenty five bucks. Nice. Mm. I don't. I'm not there for the money. Yeah. Uh, obviously. <laughs> right. But uh, so I asked about the video because I noticed that they they film yeah. and everything. 20 bucks for your video. Is that right? Fuck yeah. That. So I said, I was like, so you mean I might as well just take, yeah. you might as well just keep the money from, and give me a video and yeah. give me the video. And, yeah. And so they're like, so anyways, they're like, yeah, you can choose whatever you want. You can have the $20. Mm-hmm. So whatever. It's obviously nothing. It's not mine. Yeah. Nothing to argue. Right. And so I bought the video. Of course, mm-hmm. the guy sends me the video and I'm so fucking once again, dumb with, mm-hmm. Computers, I didn't realize you're supposed to fucking save that video oh, or it expires. Yeah. 
so it dude. disappeared, and I don't even have the fucking video. Yeah, right, dude. You didn't do the comics roadhouse. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I have no, Prove I have no proof from it. Dude, the only benefit of not having non-comic friends in Boston that I've that I've uh, had is not doing the bringer situation. Because yeah. I moved to Boston, I started doing comedy right away. So all the friends that I've made in Boston are right. comics. Right. So the whole bringer thing just. Works. Yeah, I can go to my wife and be like, "You want to come to a show?" And she'll be like, "No, fuck you." And then that's that's, that's what she says. Dude, you, you're master of drops over here. <laughs> he's, dude, getting, he's getting better too. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so let me. Can I, dude? So in the very beginning of this, I got quiet for a minute because it wasn't recording after it started recording. Oh no! But I caught it about three minutes. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so it, so it's not that big. It only missed. It missed a little bit. Oh, we're, st- we're recording? Like, I didn't even realize. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, dude. We're just shooting the shit. This is how... I, I, literally, I literally almost had a heart attack. <laughs> I was like... I was like well, we had we had one or two situations where that happened. Just uh, Well, recorded. the first three episodes we did, the mics weren't on. But it recorded. Yeah. So yeah, it yeah. sounds like we're talking in a fucking room. Right. Which, right. obviously, we are. But there was no... You couldn't tell we were on mics. Yeah, so it sounded like the FBI were listening. Yeah, it sounded, it sounded like, <laughs> like someone had they, a wire. Yeah, on. they bugged your house. Yeah, like just, <laughs> Charlie Brown. So then, so then we get the hang of it. We figure out all the microphone pr- 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 troubles and everything. And then our episode ten, we're, we're stoked. Got episode ten. Woo wee! Had a great fucking episode. Episode ends, and I realize I hadn't pushed. Because these are condenser mics, you have mm. to push Phantom, yeah. which gives it extra volts. Yeah, and I didn't push the oh, button, fuck. so it didn't record the anything. <laughs> and it was fire too, dude. Yeah, best episode it was the ever. Best one. <laughs> yeah, and you guys won't ever know. Yeah, yeah. And you You'll never know. And yeah. all our haters and critics out there talking with shit that says you would think that because you haven't heard the best episode yeah, that was to, ever to, recorded. To the two people like me <laughs> listening later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's so it's, so it's the you. Pervert what, what is your listener rate? Like, do you? Well, do you get so it's. I don't want to say numbers, but it's it's a lot. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah, a lot. My mom, his mom, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my cousin, uh, Jay Martin, he listens. You know, Dave Caggiano, he listens. That one Dave old man, Caggiano. Dan Reardon, Who's he a, likes that, it. That pervert is such hometown. a handsome little bitch. Oh yeah, he's him. pretty. Dude, so have Jay. you seen, dude? Dave Caggiano is Waluigi to my Louis. Lu- Okay, I don't to play my, video games. Mario? Why don't you, you just have a stroke? What's the opposite of Try that again. Waluigi the opposite is of the Luigi. Anti. Okay, yeah. okay. So he's Okay, so you know how big my ears are? I didn't until right now. Until Jesus I took, fucking <laughs> Dude, look at that. <laughs> Next time you're around Dave Caggiano, yeah. look at what the look at how small and adorable oh, and fruity oh. fruity <laughs> that man's ears hey, are. Hey, I'll tell you that you both make pretty women. Whenever you do your, because you, they oh, both have has, videos where has, they dress dude. up like girls. <laughs> that guy, you guys both look like you're in transition <laughs> because you have a little bit of stubble. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of big ears, uh, obviously you know Josh Goldstein. Yeah, um, there's one thing that I've does been he doing, have big ears? He's got huge ears. His hair covers them. And so uh, one thing I've done apparently to him like three or four times is I've gotten really drunk and I'm going. Do you grow your hair out to hide your ears? <laughs> and <laughs> the last thing was like, Jack, you've asked me that like four fucking times. <laughs> and every time the answer is no, I just like Grateful Dead. <laughs> and, well, and, and moccasins. I just feel like I was born in the wrong time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which well, my, this, this is a perfect transition into the summation of all the things Jack doesn't recall when, when <laughs> drunk <laughs> in regards a to, lot, yeah. to, to talking to comedians. Jack, you 
have you're the well you're the reason you're here obviously mm. but you're also the reason we're here yeah yeah we were talking about that and like and i remember i clearly remember mason right like i fucking remember exactly <laughs> but i don't remember like so just tell me this story because it might jog my memory. The hilarious thing about that is it was the week prior. Like, really? Yeah, you got you Richard got both Pryor. Of us, you got both of us a, a week right after. Yeah, that was Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Apologize. <laughs> oh, perfect. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, you should apologize to everybody. No, no, you know why? Because I, as soon as I said it, I was like, "You've already fucking made that joke." Yeah, you have. <laughs> I was, remember, I told you I've been listening to. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Trust the fans. They're and it was just as bad. That time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Which yeah. begs the question: Why did you yeah, listen to right, more than that one? That wasn't episode? even a joke. That was like word association. You thought it was going to get better. <laughs> It's like a five-year-old at a dinner party with adults. Dude, like, Jack Hall, more you know, like the hall you know, monitor. Yeah. <laughs> more like Jack off. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I made yeah. that joke with him. Damn it. I'm pissed now. All right, so it was a week prior. Was it at the studio? It was at the studio. Because, look, dude, I don't know what the fuck is up with Google Analytics, but mm. without knowing anything about Boston Comedy, moved here. You Google stand-up, open mic. The only thing that comes up on Google is the comedy studio. Comedy I don't know if people know this. Yeah. To, 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 other stuff, you have to like ha- you have to be in Facebook groups. You have to know yeah. someone. Or but, like, so I just Googled open mic because I want to try. Only thing came up. And for, and for the longest time, before I, like, Talk to a lot of people. I thought it was like one of the only. I I did the same thing. I didn't even know there were. I didn't even know what an open mic was. People like people like two year, three years in get so like get so like salty and pretentious and like, oh, why fucking people only ever do? It's because it's the only thing that they know. (laughs) The thing was like when I started a couple years ago, um, like I googled it, and there was uh, like a full list of you know Mm. like. 10 like there was a definitely a list of a mic you could go to every day yeah and that was awesome right like and having right. that resource was really valuable i don't know what the comedy studio has done but yeah like now it's just that they one. paid google to not which show is, other which places. is fine you know? I, I'm just like, I all, all it takes is to go to one open mic and then talk you to like one, yeah just talk to me i'll be drinking yep. like just yeah, come yeah. up to me and i will write out a list for you i've done yeah that you didn't ho- i mean dude i remember i didn't even know that there were any like you were saying yeah. Didn't even know there were other options. Yeah. And I remember asking you, like, where else can we go? And yeah. you, you literally just I told gave you a me. List, yeah. You gave me a Monday through Friday. Yeah. These yeah. are the places you can go. And then told me shows to go hang out at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I, like a lot of comics uh, harsh on people, like harsh on other comics for giving advice. But it's really about the advice you're giving. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm, I don't think I've ever, except for a few times, maybe. I've never told someone uh, what I feel about their material. Uh, uh-huh. you know, I might say like I like it or I don't, but I've never really said don't do this except for Josh Goldstein. But that's a separate <laughs> thing. Are we literally just gonna keep that going? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's a true thing. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> but what I do is like, hey, like here's here's how you start. Because when I started, um, you know, there were there were a few comics who were just you know monumentally helpful in in terms of just like if you want to get into this. This is where you. This is what you do. Like you should go here on this day. This, 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 and that. Right. And I'm like, yeah. People need to pay that forward. You know. Yeah, so, for yeah. sure. You yeah. know who's really, really helpful that you wouldn't think would be because of their level in mm. Boston comedy. Uh, Will Noonan. Will Noonan is awesome. Dude, he is yeah. so. 
there's a couple. so fucking helpful. There's it is insane how just, nice he is. Yeah, it's um, and and that's I'm just trying to emulate that. Yeah, right? and like that's the thing. Is, Why wouldn't you? Right, and I don't even consider myself that established of a comedian. You know, well, of like, course I was not. just starting to break into what I felt was like a higher level, a good stride. But and, yeah, yeah, and most of that was because I was too much of a pussy to ask to get books for like the longest time. Yeah, you know, I I kind of felt like oh no, that'll just come to me. Yeah, you know? I, yeah. so if there's one thing I've noticed with talking to a fellow comics on our and you're like three four years ahead of us we're only uh, literally we were a year and some change in when the quarantine happened but one thing that we have all on our level talked about is like you mean you have to ask yeah yeah i I just thought that you just went And then someone would be like, hey, it looks like you're getting better. Come which, be on my show. Looking back at it is the most arrogant little oh, fucker but, thing ever. Well, no, People I are just going to recognize my talent. I guess. I guess. No, no, no. no, no I, 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 I disagree that way, too. I, I disagree. Because, like, what, the way I felt about it is, like, because I, I, like, I revere stand-up comedy. Is that the right word? Like, I hold it to such, sure. like, a high, uh, like, it, it's one John of John Paul Revere. <laughs> That one was That's better. not even a person. That was <laughs> His name is just Paul Revere. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, he's like about John Paul Rivera. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, that's that. what I meant. John, John Paul Rivera. That, that's no, exactly. don't encourage it. Yeah, yeah. You get to go home after I do. this. I got to listen to it again. Like, you know what? It's going to be funny for me now that I'm going to get on ex- <laughs> I'll stop. But, no, like, I, hold, I, I, I still, I hold stand up to like this, like, Almost the, you know, like, you know how in Japan the sword makers are like these masters of their craft or like the sushi chefs. Like you have to be a piece of shit for like three years. All you're doing is cleaning dishes. Like, you know, like that's how I looked at stand up where it's like this is this is a craft. And if you think you're good at it from the get go, you're a fucking idiot. You know, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Sorry. You're fired. (laughs) I'm telling you, man, you and I should start a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right, though. I mean, you got, yeah, you have to have enough humility. But, but something that happens in probably every scene, but that I've noticed is you get like only a couple months or even just a year in before you start to think you're owed something. Like, oh, look I at never had that. But I was I about to say, I, ha- I have yet to well, feel that. I have, no, no, yeah, no, I know no, what you're us. Yeah, we're, we're, we're cool. We're, we're cool. We're well. Awesome, you know, whatever. Else, stay hungry, dude. stay humble. Yeah, I literally, dude, I've only had two occasions where someone, uh, where I didn't ask yeah. to be booked and was just blown. And this was also, by the way, yeah. literally right before quarantine. <clears throat> And I was blown away because at that point I had already realized you don't get asked. Yeah. So when I had these two certain people ask me, I was like, fuck. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's my big so moment. Glad. Yeah. So glad. Well, and the other thing, too, is when you start thinking about it and realizing, like, hey, if you really want to do this, you shouldn't just be doing shows with people you know. Uh-huh. Right? So, and that was, like, the eye-opener for me. It's like, hey, if I want to do a spot in Maine, like, they're... Yeah, you like, do a lot of Maine and Worcester. Yeah, and- yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And, like, actually, so the thing is, I was trying... I just broke into Maine and, like, had a, a spot in Maine. So excited. And then... This- fucking virus yep it's like god does not want me to be a stand-up comedian dude i think everyone feels that way because the last week of quarantine Mm. i don't know if it was the same for you i had been on my first the first time ever my fullest week i had a i was on booked shows Mm. three three shows that week and the rest were open mics but I was going to be able to go up like eight or nine times. Yeah. And that was like my like, Ride that I was like, I was like, holy yeah. shit. Yeah. It's happening. Yeah. I'm finally in the 
the scene. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it was just, oh man, it just, it was a real punch in the dick. Yeah. But hey, let dick. me ask you this. Was the last time, what was the last time you were on stage? Mine was March 13th. I did. I hosted Dark Horse. Um, oh, the Thursday, so March 12th. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. I was, and we, yeah. you were disinfecting the mics. Yeah, because that fucking crazy lady. Yeah, right. Like, we cannot have this show unless you disinfect the mic. Every single time, yeah, and I was like, whatever. Uh, she gave me this big old fucking thing of Clorox wipes, and yeah. I was like, you know, this is gonna look so weird, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. This is gonna really break up the rhythm of the show. And she was like, "This, this is the only way we have this show." And I was like, "All right, fine, fuck it." My hands were so goddamn clean at the end of that show. Well, dude, who would have ever thought that that was gonna be one of the last times? Because, dude, I was t- I was making fun of. Will Noonan for not shaking hands. Yeah. Like, I was, like, shitting on people for... I was taking it a little bit more seriously than you. I was not taking it seriously. it's funny, because our accents really line up with how... (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the way, Arkansas is fully open right now. Yeah, I bet it is. Bars are booming. Fuck it. Yeah, fuck it, bro. It's not real. Hey, that Rona don't want no part of the South. (laughs) Let me tell you. We got our guns. We'll kill that Rona. Man, no, yeah, it's fucking, it's it's crazy to just see some people who are like, this is like a conspiracy theory. And I mean, so I mean, I, did you see that twenty twenty quarter? Right, <laughs> I did. <laughs> but that's it's like because there's nothing to do. One of my new activities is just to dive really deep into uh, like a crazy person on Facebook, right? Like I'll just see it in my new like someone comments on a friend of mine. Irish post. O'Neill. Yeah, like I love what Irish O'Neill is doing. I love his work. Hell yeah, yeah, hell yeah. I'm a big fan of his work. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> Dude, so dude's funny. just putting out content. Yeah, right. <laughs> Troll master. Yeah. Like the other day, I was uh, I found this one guy and he was insane. And it's just like they have no right to keep us inside. Yeah, and he posted this. It wasn't even a link to an article. It was a picture of text. Saying that the uh, Constitution, like in the Constitution, it is prohibited to keep people inside, but it quotes all 50 states. I was like, dude, it's not from the fucking Constitution. Did you find him on my friends list from Arkansas? I didn't, but I did. Yeah, I think that was my dad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he probably is in your suggested friends list. Yeah, right? <laughs> God bless, dude. Oh, man, I, was just, I fucking love stupid people. It's my favorite thing. Dude. Yeah. Uh, so. Oh, but anyway. Yeah, go ahead. The, no, I don't have any. Go ahead. Um, first time doing stand up. Oh yeah. So all right. So did I? Was I like the same with you as I was with me? Because I know, like, I was calling, like, I was like, "You're a bitch if you don't do this." You literally Just, told we, me, we, "Shut up or sign up." Yeah, we what? We spent like <laughs> half an hour, of, like, and you're like, "Oh man," I, I, and I'm like, "You're here." Like it's time, and it's like once you get it, once you once you do it the first time, it'll be so easy to do it the second time. Not only that, though, I had spoke to you maybe mm. four or five times yeah. previous yep. about how I wanted to do it. Yeah. Oh, really? and I had just been at. I, yeah, I told. I was yeah. like, you, you I had been going and just watching because yeah. you were there the first night I did, which was yeah, the week yeah, back. the week before. You, I walked in and I was. I I guess I was just assuming you go in and there's a list with like 15 people right, on right, it, right. and I'll be number 16 or whatever. It is really the worst introduction to comedy for an open mic. Like yeah, for I got a new the, person. <laughs> right, the mic starts at like seven, so I got there at seven oh two. Yeah. thinking I'll be number 16. <laughs> <laughs> and I went in the back and it's on whatever it is, 57 or 58. Yeah. 
And I and I came back out into the bar and you were sitting at the bar and you were kind of like, hey man, what are you gonna are you gonna be? Are you, how was your set or whatever? Yeah. And I was like, I don't, I've never been here before or whatever. Like we, you know, you introduced yourself to me and you're like, oh yeah, just be number fifty nine, dude. Mm. I was like, really? Be number fifty nine? Will there be people? And you were like, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> doesn't matter. Yeah, it really doesn't yeah, fucking did matter. Not matter. Yeah, it does not matter one bit. Yeah, because you're gonna suck anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're just gonna matter. be so bad. And then, and then, and then, I, and then I went, and uh, it was so bad. And I did. I got zero laughs, and I got the you know the red light. Yeah, it was just awful. Everything just, about it was yeah. bad. But so you're to, still doing it, right? Yeah, but then I came out, and I and I and you were still there at this point. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know how or what. I think you was actually, drinking. I was drinking. <laughs> I think you had actually come in after me and mm. signed up like after me or something. Right. But you were like, how'd it go? And I was like, it was really bad. And you were like, ah. That's <laughs> how it's supposed to go. And we Dude. were talking and then I found out that we know the same. Doodle Callahan. Yeah, Doodle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who's, who slept on the couch in my apartment. And right. We talked about that. I, yeah. I was, <laughs> I, now I remember. Because yeah. I remember. Yeah. We were sitting in the corner part of the, uh, mm. the studio bar. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I was just like, oh shit, I haven't thought about Doodle in fucking forever. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, so it's funny. He says he did so bad or whatever, but I was there his first night. Mm-hmm. And he sat down in a, uh, on stage. And to me, I saw that and I thought, oh, he must be a professional. Yeah. He, right? he sit, guy sits no, down. No, the people who sit down, are, unless you're fucking Mark Marin, you're not. Or Big J. I yeah, just want right, to say yeah. that that is so, like, on brand for you that you weren't even like oh he's got funny jokes but you're like ah he kind of looks like a comic yeah. Yeah. he must be I bet he knows what he's doing <laughs> he yeah. sits down yeah, he's, uh, that's, yeah. that's what you look at the confidence yeah, yeah right and, that, and yeah. Carrie's next to you going but what were his jokes about I don't know baby I don't, I don't give a fuck Carrie I told, yeah. the man sat down <laughs> to do comedy <laughs> You know how much his dick must be huge. Right? <laughs> me with the he gets so exhausted standing up. <laughs> so uh, since quarantine, have you found yourself consuming more or less comedy? And I mean, from like, I mean, specials. And oh, stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, I watch. Uh, I've watched like everything that comes out on Netflix. Okay. You so, know, like yeah, I watched yeah. Patton Oswalt's. I did too. Which I liked. You know, it was good. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, it was. Pre- I mean, it, there were some. There were some jokes in there that, and I can't remember them now. But like, I like there was one joke he did in particular where I was like, that is so beautifully fucking written. Right. You know, like it was good. It wasn't his funniest joke, but it just it, you just saw the master in right. it when when he delivered it, like and just how it was written, and I. I got really depressed, started drinking vodka. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Because that's the thing is, normally when I watch specials, like before this, I would watch a special and just be like, you know what, I, I got to go to an extra mic. Yeah. You know, like, I'm going to do more. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it really just put a fight. And so there was just this feeling of like, there's nothing I can do. And it just, uh, not to bring the whole podcast, it made me feel Oh, you know, you're, no, yeah. Yeah. dude. Dude, what? I signed up for better help that night. <laughs> <laughs> My, my, uh, I had a great time for an ad if they were still selling. Fucking yeah, that's what they, are, they already sponsor <laughs> our first sponsor. Actually, actually, for better help, my wife sponsors the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you can cool. actually go follow her on Instagram at the dot nurse dot sunshine. And uh, life knows, coaching is yeah, available. Yeah, everyone listening to this. That's actually that. not a joke. She <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna be a doctor. So oh, yeah, baby. I mean, you know, you're not. You're certainly not gonna be making any money. So. No, no, <laughs> for a long time. I. I had somehow missed um, Sebastian Maniscalco's most recent special, and so oh, that was good. Uh, my my wife and I watched it, and he's now so good. Her new favorite. Um, I love so Sebastian. The first time I ever saw Sebastian in anything, 
it was like way way back when when um Dane Cook and David Tell were doing like a tour bus thing and mm-hmm. they like made a whole movie about it and it was kind of like this really cool behind the scenes with a lot of good comedy and Sebastian Maniscalco was on that tour and at the very end he started crying and I was just laughing at him. <laughs> Why was he crying? Well, because he's Italian and he gets emotional, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. What's that? I would love to watch that. Oh, you know what that's I, called? I, could remember, I mean, I think if you Google, like, David Tell, Dane Cook, oh, yeah, like, tour, you could find it. Cool. Um, but, yeah, this was, like, early days of the internet. You know, I watched it in, like, ten parts on YouTube. Right, clips, right. You know, and you yeah. had to wait, like... You, you know, you literally loaded up what YouTube video you wanted to watch. You go, like, jerk off or something, and you can watch yeah, half of it. Yeah, 20 minutes later. Right. <laughs> but I, the same thing you're describing, I finished it, and I was like, fuck. So good. And I went, and I was like, and I was like, I'm sad, and I'm like, depressed and everything, so I went, and I like, wrote until like 2 a.m., mm. and then um, I, I showed Marilene in the morning, like, what I had written, and she was like, what? No. <laughs> this is just, like, you sound like him. Mm. And I was like, no, no. Yeah, I get what you're saying. No, you I mean. don't. What? You're... No. Yeah. And I was like angry for a minute. And then like I shut my computer and then I opened it up again in the afternoon and reread everything. I was like, yeah, oh, you sound like fuck, that. I sound like I do that sometimes. <laughs> like I'll watch like a special and I'll be, it's almost like I'm thinking in their voice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you, because what you're doing when he's, when, what we do every time we watch a special is we're like, oh, I see how he. I see how he got there. Not, yeah. not like, oh, I get it. Like, I'm, a, I'm no, not good. But like, I, I, I think that as comics, we watch specials like in a different way it's, than people who don't do stand-up. It's really changed. Like, and I, I, I remember seeing that change, right? Like, before, I 100% yeah, Before agree. I started doing comedy. Before I really, like, yeah, it, it's essentially like, before you had any interest in, well, you, you had interest, but before you were thinking about how to do this, you watched it and you enjoyed it. Uh-huh. Now there's a level, like, I still enjoy specials, but I'm like, you know. Like just, you're dissecting yeah, it. Yeah, you're breaking it apart. It's different. Abby can't watch specials with me anymore because mm-hmm. I will pause it and I'll be like, you see what he's doing here? This is <laughs> dude, so yeah. dude, Carrie fucking hates that shit. She's like, oh my God, Mason, I don't care. I don't care. You're ruining it you're for me. You're ruining the... I want to watch... What? Yeah. This is so much more interesting. Yeah. Like, are you... Did you know... Hey, did you hear that callback? Yeah. Like, did you catch that? Did you get that? And I've noticed myself now, like, guessing punchlines and shit where I'm just like, oh, this is... Where's it going? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, and it like and sometimes it makes the joke that much better because I think it's going one direction, right? Uh, beyond what like the audience thinks, right? Like the audience thinks it's going there, and I kind of see that's where they think it's going, and I'm like, oh, but they're gonna do that, and then they come do something completely different, and I love that. Yeah, Anthony Jeselnik does that for me all the time. Oh, he's great. Yeah, yeah. So in so in the, all the because since you, you you've been watching all the new ones, what has been one that has been one that like. Uh, Really, you really thought? Have you watched any of them twice? It would be a better question. You know, answer, like I, question. You know, I, I normally I would my answer would be yes, but like this this like quarantine has been affecting me. I yeah, think, a lot more negatively than I'd like to admit. Uh-huh. And so, like, I'll watch. I watch it right now for the dopamine, and then like plan on rewatching it to really break it apart, try and learn something. But I've kind of cut that out. Okay, well, so what has been your favorite first time you watched it um, that you loved? You know, I and this is a little, little controversial, but I loved Louis C.K. Me too. Yeah, well, we was, did. We both agree so that, and we both paid. The yeah. Eight, oh, I bought it gladly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, gladly. And like Abby was a little upset with me, and she got, My, she watched I, it. I made Carrie watch it. Yeah, watch it. <laughs> yeah. So she loved it. I had 
I had tickets to see him when he was Ooh. coming through here. Me, me, and our boy Josh. Actually. Yeah, Josh yeah. Colson. I had a few friends that were yeah. going, yeah. and um, we, yeah, we had tickets to I come see. I have a see great him. Louis C.K. Josh Goldstein story. <laughs> <laughs> <Hell yeah. laughs> um, and uh, so I was, I was at first, I was like, oh, I'm not gonna fucking buy it or whatever. Mm. And then like 24 Ooh. hours went by, and I was like, damn, fucking, I'm fucking buy it. And yeah. I'm still, I'm still gonna go when he comes back. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, like I mean, and it, like. So Abby was like, I don't think he apologized enough. And I'm like, I think he's like that. I think his apology to other people, uh, you know, has been more personal. And like, you know, I, I'm not going to make a firm stance on whether I think he's had enough punishment because I'll do it for you if you yeah, want. Well, everything is like, you know, like, uh, don't get me started. Building my relationship up with Abby has yeah, kind of yeah. taught me because she's super out there in terms of like far left. Like, yeah, so is yeah. my wife. Yeah, and I like when we first started dating, the amount of fights we had where I'd be like, no, that's kind of wrong. And then she just had the fucking patience to help show me the other side. Right. And I realized, oh, I've been addressing a lot of these issues like a straight white guy and not even trying to be empathetic, right? Mm. Not even trying to put myself in their shoes. So at this point, I'm like, you know, I just I'm not gonna take a hard stance because you know if if I haven't I'm just lazy. So if I haven't put in the energy to really kind of figure it out, then I'm just gonna be like ah, I don't know. I'm gonna let someone else say it. You know. I mean, if there's if there's one thing people know about me, <laughs> I got a hard stance on a lot of stuff. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. It's like it's detrimental to my comedy that I don't take hard stances yeah, on yeah. a lot of things because how are you gonna make a joke where you're like it could go either way? Like yeah, I, you right, know? <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, yeah, but also. The, the the empathy that you're talking about that you build can also open up. I think a lot of doors. Oh yeah, I mean if you're trying to go do really, safe space comedy, you and, know, and that's it. like I'm not trying to do safe space comedy. Like I just it gives me a better idea of where the line is. Like I wrote a yeah. joke the other day that I almost there is I, no line. I almost posted, but I was like, ah, it's it's I'm gonna wait a couple. Like when's this coming? Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if I yeah, right. <laughs> but I was like, I've been trying to see if there's any way to make the police violence funny. Oh, but, oh, oh, as far as that goes. But don't, <laughs> yeah. but don't hold your breath. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? Uh, see, see, so I'll tell you this. So that's something that I'm not even attempting to make no. a joke. I, not only well, it's do not I, the time for laughing. Not only right. am I not smart enough to make an a, 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 a intelligent joke, yeah. uh, I agree with everything that's happening. Yeah, so I'm I would board. never yeah. want to... Um, Make it uh, less than serious. Yeah, you know. Actually, I, f- I like I felt kind of bad, and I'm glad. So uh, I have Instagram, but I barely use it. Right, like I've posted maybe one thing in the past two years. But one thing I used to do is I used to go to the beach with my family um, once a year. Like we'd go for Christmas and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so one thing I would do is every year I would take a photo of the beach. And at night, and I'm like, oh, the beach is so beautiful at night. But the joke was, it was it's a black screen, you know. And I've done this like three or four times, and I got so nervous that people would be like, oh, is he making fun of this fucking move? Oh. <laughs> oh, right. I'm so glad that there was like a couple other posts because like, and and not just just because of how little I use Instagram, I knew how likely it would have been that if someone looked at my Instagram. And be like, wow, what a piece of shit. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. dude, let me, t- I mean, I didn't even know how to get that black screen <laughs> to post it. So I just didn't post it. Should have just screenshotted I, someone else's. <laughs> it's got everyone's information in it. Yeah, I know. How I, am I going to screenshot an Instagram well, photo? Well, then you can crop it. Yeah, crop it. Oh. 
Yeah, it's I don't, all right. I don't even just think don't, about. You just, I'm, dude, I'm fucking so new to the fucking dude, Instagram. I mean, your accent just screams I voted for Trump, so we don't even. Yeah, know. But, but by the way, everyone that knows me and listens, and yeah, yeah. I fucking hate Trump. No, just there's, as much there's as a the reason next, why I can say that is because we yeah, know it's not true. Yeah. Well, uh, if if quarantine has we, has showed us anything, it's that communicating with other people via social media is just useless. Yeah. It just doesn't work. And yeah. So when I, you don't change any money. Can I, can I also, so I don't know if I, uh, well, do you think it's, you know what? Never mind. I'm just not even going to, I'm not even going to. I was just going to say it for a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, never mind. When dudes, when, when guys like us who are like, yeah, yeah, that's, I'm, I just, I was going to say when straight white guys are trying to figure out what the best way is to like show your support for the black lives matter movement or, or any number of things, there's no way that I can be convinced that your um, social media posts or lack thereof, as long as you're trying to better yourself in any other context, mm. is going to be the, okay. The make yeah, that's situation. a good way to put yeah. it. Yeah. Like I was at I was at one of the um, protests the other the other night on Tuesday. You went Franklin, and did some protests over, then? Yeah, Franklin Park and stuff, and we were having this conversation. You, you went? To I went on. Uh, yeah, I went on Sunday. No. Oh, word. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was just having this exact conversation with someone there about how it's just like, what do you do? But at yeah, the end of the day, the thing you is, trying to do your yeah. best is the best yeah. that you oh, can you do. You really just got to listen. And yeah. Yeah. That's, no, what I, yeah. that's what we've been saying. Nobody needs to hear from us right now. Yeah. Nobody, nobody needs, wants to hear yeah. from us. And not at all. Not yeah. at all. Yeah. Especially with my accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no one fucking. I got an opinion. Oh, boy. Here yeah, we go. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I want to tell y'all what I think about right. the state of our right. situation. You know what you're you need to do? Tell me, Jesus or Trump, or Jesus is Trump? Yeah. Right. Oh my God, dude. Dude, fucking. how fucking funny would it be if you got in your truck and you put your uh, your fucking your phone on the thing and you started filming something? You seen those dudes that film in their truck and you're like, I just want to talk for a minute about the state of this country. Yeah. And then you get into like, <laughs> you say Trump something. is the second coming. You yeah. Say, no, no, but instead <laughs> people are nuts. But instead you state, say something super woke, right? Like people are like, Oh, I know. Oh, where yeah, this yeah, is going. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. It's a shame that we have um, income. We have like this the education. Zone. Yeah, right. Yeah. The top 1% owns <laughs> half of the country's wealth. And we just let it happen. Listen. Obama well, was the best how president. How crazy would it be is if that's how we got all these Republicans to start listening? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, they've just yeah. been ignoring these stupid liberal... Like, oh, dude, they've been ignoring oh, it. But if I they... just wear the tongue like in NPR, you're not going to listen. But if you slip into this and... Yeah. <laughs> then and they, as, as soon these as they... inequalities <laughs> are unacceptable. They they imagine me going up at a podium and I'm just like, hey, listen up. And the, and the, and the wife goes... <laughs> The wife goes, but honey, that's against everything we believe. And he's like, yeah, baby, but he's got a truck. I mean, look at him. Yeah, he does got a Chevy. He's on our, he's on our team. <laughs> he buys American. Yeah. I respect that. He, he might have a point. Oh. You know what's funny is, like, I've noticed uh, the every year that I've been outside of Virginia, the worse my accent gets, like my southern accent. Like, I, I never had oh, a southern Oh, as in trying accent. to do one. Yeah, but, like, yeah. I used to be able to do a really fucking good one. Right, because you're first, around it. Yeah, I was around it all the time. Right. And just, it's completely fallen off. So, speaking of doing accents and having that in your pocket, so, when I was younger, bef- I used to do, an, I could always turn on a British accent, a yeah. London, uh, like, you know the movie Snatch? Yeah. And, like, those Guy Ritchie films? I could toss that accent on like that. Yeah. But I became obsessed with Australia. 
over the last few years so because I met. Muddled. So now if I so I can do an amazing Australian accent, right. but if I try to do English, it's, it shifts into Australian and ruins the whole fucking thing. Yeah. So I can't even do it anymore. And that's the that's the worst one to ruin too. You've noticed this, I'm sure. Like people from the UK and Ireland get so much angrier. And by the way, also people from Boston get so much angrier than everyone else when your right. accent isn't perfect. Yeah. Like if you if you go to your whatever your Nigerian buddy and you're like, hey, I think um, I can do this accent. And you do it. And he's like, ah, that's not exactly it. But I still love you. It's all good. You go to your Irish buddy yeah. and you do it. And you finish, he's like, I'll fucking kill your whole family. Yeah, it's I'll not even fucking whole, it. I'll kill your whole fucking <laughs> family. <laughs> you yeah. fucking kidding me? Like, why? Why? What have I... But well, I guess Americans I are pretty annoying. Well, yeah, I was about to say, like, yeah. I don't think a lot of Americans are coming up to Nigerians being like, I can do your voice. <laughs> well, I'm saying it's like your buddy, right? I, I, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Well, maybe where you're from, but I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's not forget, I'm not the only one from the sticks here. Yeah, that's right. South yeah. of the Mason-Dixon line. I, I grew up right on it, you know? Like, I grew up in Northern Virginia, so... Where, oh, I in thought, Alexandria, right? I, yeah. could, I yeah. thought we talked about that you were from Massachusetts. No, I'm I'm kind of from I'm one of those like from nowhere kids where like I moved around so much that there's really no place that I'm like oh yeah no, no that's where I'm from you know? uh, and is that because your parents were in the military or? no my dad just worked he just you know he he was a very ambitious person working at a big company and he didn't give a fuck about his children so you know <laughs> oh. that's always nice I was I love my dad I'm, I'm just He's winking at me. He's like, my dad's okay. No, wink, like, wink. You know, it's, it was very much just like, hey, you know how you've just had enough time to make new friends? Well, guess what? Time, yeah. yeah. But that also, I know it was shitty coming up, yeah, but look how much it's helped you in being able to do networking and make oh, friends yeah. like, I mean, and like, do comedy in a sense. And develop a healthy little bit of racism from the time you spend down. <laughs> and, 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 well, yeah. This is and, not I a good mean, it's definitely helped me, like, uh, you know, just, it, like, I'll look at somebody, and if I don't like them, I'm like, I'm not going to waste my time with you. Because, like, yeah. you know, you you just, it kind of builds up this, like, you know, this, this feeling of, you know, you don't need to know and be friends with everybody. Yeah. Because it's just, it's not worth uh, it, you know? So, it's I'll tell you, when I, when I first started doing comedy, uh, I sort of thought, oh, I should try to be friends with everyone and talk to every single person. Mm. And slowly... Now, again, I'm only about a year, you know, I'm a little over a year in. I've went ahead and stopped trying to reach out to people just because they're there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now I've like, now I know who I'm talking to, who I like, this and that. And if someone new comes in, I obviously would love to speak to them. Oh, yeah. But if I don't automatically like you or click, I've noticed you don't have to force no, conversation. I mean, like, you should be nice. You should be friendly with everybody. Oh, of course. Like, yeah, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I'm just like, saying I'm a, not. A lot of times, people just like this is work. You know, in a way. Yeah. You know, like this is a bit like we're if if we're all we like, all have a goal. Yeah, we all want something out of this. Yeah. Because why else would you be doing that? That's the same that? as working at any company. Like, yeah. You don't have to be best friends with all your coworkers. Right. Be you know? civil. You know. I think that the quarantine has really helped me develop that perspective because when you're in it. You're always like in it, and you're like, oh, I gotta break into this yeah. circle. I gotta break into that circle. And when you're in quarantine, you t- you take a step back and you like kind of remind yourself why it is that you're doing it. And then you're like, I don't gotta be, I don't have to be everything to everybody, and I don't gotta be friends like yeah. exactly what you guys are describing. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's been really helpful to to 
re yeah, So now I'm like, fuck you, Rob Crean. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, now I've got a list. I've got a list in the little black book. And Meanest I, motherfucker in common. <laughs> I write... No, I just I, <laughs> this is I really enjoy the opportunity to say "fuck you, Rob Green" into a microphone because I do not mean it, but like that guy because <laughs> he's just the sweetest person. Yeah, I've never met anyone who has a problem with him. Yeah, and so something just tickles me about being. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's do that. Hey, while all this bullshit drama is going on in Boston comedy, let's do it where all the sweet, wholesome people get on and start starting beefs with yeah. other sweet, wholesome people. I would people. love to all see right. that. Yeah, I'm so, yeah. So it'll be like a nice version of midlife yeah, then, ISIS. <laughs> no, but like Jack, who never fights with anyone. You but, hey, this Rob can be midlife nicest. <laughs> okay, that's some of your better work. Right. <laughs> Who am I going to beef with? Who's another like wholesome twink? <laughs> like maybe. Goldstein. Yeah. <laughs> He's not very wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> we love you dearly. Yeah, yeah, like... Goldstein, if you're listening to this, I, I love you. I do, too. I think you're awesome. Mason, say it. Uh, wear deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. I, I know that his people that listen to Grateful Dead, they're not a big fan of hygiene. <laughs> it's the antithesis of what they're about. Yeah, it's you know? sort of part of their thing. Yeah, you know, know like, hey, we stink and we like it. Yeah, we stink and when we tramp on acid, it actually heightens the experience. Yeah. You know? <laughs> we were talking right before we started about tripping on, uh, we weren't exactly, but we were talking about the Midnight Gospel and mm. um, Duncan Trussell's new show, check it out on Netflix and I, I've been watching it and then I got to the final episode and it just so happened that my wife was watching it with me and it's the episode where he interviews his late mother who... I haven't seen that one yet. Okay, I don't want to ruin it for yeah. you. No, you, it's fine. She, yeah, well, I find it hard to watch, so... Oh. Yeah, we were... Like, <laughs> it, it, it is. It's yeah, so yeah. much. It's draining. Right? Yeah, oh my Anyway, God. my wife... And not because it sucks or anything. No, it's, it's just, just so... It's like it's a lot. It throws it's like, so much at you in terms of like, why don't you look at life this way for a second, right? Yeah. Which is something that acid does, but, you know? Like, it, it helps you look at oh, the world love in a new yeah, lens. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about And that's this. kind of what his show does, where it's like, let's look at life in a new lens... And I'm just like, dude, that's so much for half an hour, right? Because right. on an acid trip, I can ride it for like nine hours. And at the end of it, I can come out and be like, well, that was really interesting. Right. But like with this, it's just so packed tight. And you're just like... 27 minutes. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, I need a break. Like, <laughs> So uh, I, I want to talk... Let's talk psychedelics. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I love so, this. So I actually... One of the first jokes that I... So I, I if I'm not mistaken... I saw you do uh, now, so I was like we've talked about how I went to the studio multiple yep. times before. I also went multiple nights in the week because I saw that they had like show shows. Yeah, and we would Carrie and I would often go on Friday nights mm. and Thursdays as well. I don't remember if this was a Friday or a Thursday. I've never done a Friday at the studio. Okay, so it was yeah. a Thursday. It might yeah, because it might have been New Faces or whatever. Mm. I don't know what it was. Either way, you were booked. As not the open mic, you were on the show and you did a, I'm not going to, I don't remember the joke, so it's not like I'm going to ruin it for anybody, but you did a joke about acid yeah, and, and, uh, uh, it was really good joke and I've spoke to you about it later on because anyways, my point is that's why I was like, 
I was like, oh, I like this guy. <laughs> I was, I was like, he's doing acid material acid. like oh, that. I so. remember, yeah, I think that was that was a bit where it's like, and, and instead of taking my ADD medications because it's bad for my heart, I'm going to start taking acid or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember, then, yeah, that was like the point of the joke. But right, right, the and joke. the joke yeah. is much better than that. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> so, so, anyways, that's when I knew I'm like, I'm like, oh, I like this guy. <laughs> oh yeah, it was like I could pick meditation or uh, L- LSD, and I'm like, so obviously I'm on LSD right now. Right. <laughs> Right. Yeah, and, yeah. and that means none of you are here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. anyways, uh, I knew automatically. I like. I, yeah. I got to talk to this guy. Oh yeah. So, yeah. when was the first time you took acid? Well, um, uh, this is an indirect answer, but the first thing I ever did was DMT. Well, that's you skipped quite a few. I steps. skipped a lot of steps. You had yeah. never done shrooms. Never shrooms. Never done acid. Uh, I was smoking weed with like these a uh, bunch of these older guys when I was in high school, and I, you know, we went to this guy's house like we always do, and his brother, who was a like chemistry major in college, just came back, and they had like used their lab at their school mm. and made a mason jar full of DMT. And, you know, they were trying to... The best DMT is homemade. Oh, my God, dude. Like, I've bought DMT in the past, and I've never gotten anything nearly as good as that. Same. Yeah. Like, I was... Oh, like, it it changed my whole life, You want to tell the story? Would you want well, to Well, yeah, so I mean, I, I, so I, I took a, you know, they were like, hey, Jack, you want to try this? I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking down for anything. You know, I'm, you know, I was just fucking showing off. I'm like, oh, I'm a cool guy. And inside, I was pretty fucking terrified. I'm yeah. Like, I've never done anything this intense. But I, you know, it only lasts like 15 minutes. Right. That was one of the most amazing 15 minutes of my life. Like, you know, like we, we did it. We didn't vape it, but we essentially we put it, uh, we smoked a bong, all of us. And then on the ashes... We sprinkled some on top, mixed with a little bit of weed. Yeah. And, like, I remember the whole setup. Like, you couldn't have the lighter or the bong because you would drop it. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, you lose complete yeah, control. Yeah. So I've got, I'm just set up and I'm, like, I inhale it, I hold it. And they're, like, they had asked, like, hey, what song do you want to listen to while you do this? And I was like, Whale Song by Modest Mouse. Okay. And it, like, I had my eyes open and I'm just watching, like, like these Christmas trees with smiley faces yeah. dancing on all of the wa- like wallpaper vibrating yeah and uh, everything and shit and it's beautiful because like you know whale song by Modest Mouse so, like, yeah yeah it's like a, I've uh, seen them dun, live yeah dun, 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 dun. yeah I have too they're fucking awesome yeah and so I'm just loving this and this one like my friend just goes close your eyes yeah that's better and I close my eyes and fell backwards I'm surprised you heard him say it yeah it was right in the beginning I wouldn't have been able to hear him if it was halfway through. And, you know, I became Zapdos from Pokemon. Okay. (laughs) And I'm flying over a technicolored field that just keeps, like, undulating like this. And it was, like, just... And your eyes were closed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, So I think it's awesome, number one, that you were able to blast off your first time. Mm. Because I smoked it six times before I ever blasted off. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a bitter, like, I was like, this sucks. Like, I don't know what the big deal is. Right. Anyways, point is... Uh, did you feel, did you puke or, or no, you were no, good no, to go? You just kind of came to, you just came yeah. to. And I've had the stuff, like the bad stuff. But, and actually it's one of the reasons why I'm like really iffy about DMT now. Yeah. It's like if you get a bad batch, it like, it makes you feel real sick. Yeah, and, like, right. kind of takes over you in the wrong way, which really affects your trip. Yeah. And fine, it's only 15 minutes, but you feel like it lasts for fucking ever. Right. But no, no, that first time it was pure, it was clean. 
and it was, you know, it, it, I meet, like, that was, you know, you know how, like, they're like, oh, this is the summer of love in, like, 1969? Yeah. I had the summer of psychedelics that summer. Like, I... Fuck yeah. It opened my... I did shrooms. I fucking did Shortly acid. after that. Yeah, and, like, I was doing 2CI. Uh, oh, that whole... Oh, I had a good experience again. Like, yeah, yeah. I just... It was so... I, I lucked out with a group of friends I had that they had access to some of the best drugs so so that got i got lucky with that sense later on when i'm when i met my friends at that festival in arkansas yeah when i moved here mm-hmm. from then on from 2013 yeah i've had nothing but pure amazing great yeah. drugs and psychedelics and everything yeah prior to that i was doing a bunch of what i didn't know until later rcs i was doing a yeah. bunch of research chemicals yeah and like I had actually, I've had a seizure mm. on some RCs wow. before. Yeah. yeah. And like, I like, I like fell on the, we were out in the woods and I just like, we had took this acid, supposed acid and it hit me real hard. And, and like I'm running, I remember, uh, seeing faces, like my eyes were open, but I was seeing dragons and like mm. faces and shit in my eyesight flashing at me like a like a strobe light and it caused me to i had a seizure and i and i smacked the ground and i seized up and started in like my my they found me and uh, like we were talking about earlier even though you're still a little conscious like you can hear things Mm -hmm. around you you know and i could hear them saying like mason mason like oh fuck i think he's having a seizure and uh my i'll never forget you know i remember that sort of happening my buddy like tried to hold my tongue for me like and i had i was i was well we're we're teenagers yeah no i know and and so i had bit it though already Mm. and i was bleeding out of my mouth and they picked me up and threw me in the truck and you know i finally came to and the thing is when you come to you're still tripping. Yeah. It doesn't just go away. No, it's in your body. So like you're still tripping, you know, and uh so in my and you know, I never knew until years later that that was a research chemical. So take drugs, kids. You guys, well, <laughs> I always take say, drugs from people who you know. I was yeah. going to say you guys are really going for the hard sell here with someone who's uh, has less experience. <laughs> well, hey, tell tell. So uh, one of the things I like to do is I love introducing. Now that I know that I have amazing LSD, mm. pure shit that I would never, it, it would never cause anyone a bad time. Right. I love give meeting people who've never done it and like and giving them yeah. one or two hits to just take on your own time and I don't, honestly why don't, don't know. you tell about your first experience? Oh, did you do it? Yeah, and I did have uh, how a, many hits did you take? First of all, one, one at a time. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I did have a bit of a uh, a bad. So not that many visuals. Well, yeah. Some. I mean, dude, there. I have some. You got good primo shit. I have yeah. some shit that you can take one of, and you're gonna trip for twelve hours hardcore. Oh, fucking shit. Yeah, we'll oh. talk after. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I did have. I did have a, a rough window of experience within yeah. the greater. Well, what was rough? I thought you said you enjoyed it. It was. It was good overall, insofar as I. I. I learned that I. I don't know how to say it. I learned that it's. It's not my thing. Mm. So much. But I'm glad that I did because otherwise I wouldn't. Hey, it wasn't a negative experience. No, 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 no. no. It was overwhelmingly positive net experience with a couple bad experiences in between. One thing I've realized, like I actually don't take a lot of psychedelics anymore. It's it's like when I was in when I was 16 and I had no responsibilities. Every experience, every psychedelic experience I had was an absolute joy. But 
then like I had a couple trips in college where like you know some were really good, but then there were others where like kind of those demons that you kind of keep yeah. around with you at all times they started popping their heads up, and I've met people who like they like. And that, I was one of those people where it's like, I do psychedelic drugs to really open my eyes to something new and improve myself as a person, uh-huh. which was really easy to do when I didn't have a lot of actual anxiety about life. Or issues yeah, going and on. Like and the last time I did it, I, I came face to face with something that, you know, really was bugging me. And, you know, I powered through it, but I didn't come out of that being like, oh, I had a great time. I really yeah. yeah. And people people say that a lot about your mindset going in mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it's 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 for sure. There. And the environment where yeah, you the are. Environment's huge. Yeah. yeah. One time I did mushrooms uh, when I was a freshman in college. I did it with this random kid that I had met. Like I knew him for a week, and he invited me back to his house with all of his sketchy friends to do mushrooms. And they had already taken yeah. it. Oh yeah. And so I got there. They were already being weird, and then I started like coming up, and I'm looking around at them, and they're like laughing at me because they're fucking you know Worcester guys. Like, and they don't know you. They're gonna yeah. They're gonna bust. Your balls. And I'm like, right. I can't have my balls busted right yeah, now. Yeah. And I, I just... I was it's like, the last thing anybody wants. And I did, like, you know that Louis C.K. joke where he smokes too much weed in a circle of people and he's like, I'm leaving! That's yeah. exactly what I fucking did. Right. I was like, ah, ah, you guys are scary. Bye. And, <laughs> yeah, and nobody likes me. I'm a fucking yeah, loser. Yeah. I'm getting out of here. Yeah, and then I spent the... Thank God, like, my now best friend, he was my freshman year roommate, I came back to the dorm and he's like, hey, man, what's going on? Mind you, it's like nine o'clock in the morning. And he was like, hey, man, what's going on? And I'm like, oh, uh, I just took a lot of mushrooms and I can't I'm not dealing with it well. So I just need you to not say anything. But please also don't leave the room. And yeah, he right. was just like, hey, all right, man, that's me. Fifty percent of the time. Let me tell you, if you know a friend that you can say that sentence to and they say, OK, yeah, that's a good friend. Best yeah. friend to this day. Yeah. Yeah. Keep yeah. That guy around. Oh, my God. Is that guy the best? Like, for sure. And we had known each other for two weeks, three weeks at this point, And I was just like, this is what I need. And he was like, yeah, sure. And fucking, you know, pulled dude, me from the brink, really. You know? Dude, I have a friend. His name's Rafi. Mm-hmm. Shout I, out Rafi. I, yeah, shout out to Rafi, my boy. I met him. I had just moved here from Arkansas with people that I barely knew that yeah. I hung out for four days with at a mm. festival in Arkansas. <laughs> I moved up here with one of them, and we went to Camp Bisco in New York. Like, it happens mm-hmm. near, like, Woodstock and shit. Yeah. And uh, we go to that festival, and we and I'm, I meet this guy named Rafi and his girlfriend, Hannah. Love them to death. Got their change the date on my fridge. Their wedding got canceled this year, but... Oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah, the yeah. The change the date instead yeah. of the yeah. save the date. Yeah, yeah, right? So, uh, they're amazing. And so, I meet Rafi. And he's like, you want to come to our campsite real quick? We'll, mm. we'll go grab some like weed or something. I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah, let's go. So we go. I had been here a week in Massachusetts, and we were in New York mm. at a festival. We, we go to this guy's tent, and uh, it's some people that they known known since school and everything. And this guy, I, <clears throat> this guy's like, hey, you ever done K? Oh, boy. Talking about ketamine. Yeah. And, I, and I'm, like, I'm like, no. He goes, you want to? Yeah. I was like, sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah why not? I've been in the K-hole so, before. So, <laughs> dude, so I don't know what that is. Mm. I've never heard of a K-hole. Oh, don't know anything about that. And this <laughs> guy puts out two fat gaggers on a fucking CD case yeah. in his air-conditioned Lexus. Mm-hmm. And I, he goes, and four lines, actually. Two for him, two, two for, for me. Yeah, both these, are the signs of, these are the size of cocaine lines. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh. 
Okay. All right. Okay. What yeah. do I know? Have you done coke? Had you done coke before? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Is a is a pig? Talk to me about coke. Is a pig's pussy pork? Jesus. So so anyways, uh, he's like, you know, he got these two lines out. And he does his, and then I'm like, all right. So I do mine, and he goes, all right, get out of the car. And I'm like, oh, okay. We get out of the car and we go sit in the chairs underneath the tent. And all of a sudden, dude, I'm just and I just go down like my head yeah. goes between my legs. I don't know what's going on. And dude, I look up at one point and everyone is gone except for Rolfie. Fuck yeah, That's and this a friend. and he sit. I had just met him and he's sitting there with a bag of Sour Patch Kids and a bottle of Sprite because sugar yeah. brings you back. Yeah. And he's feeding me Sour Patch Kids and trying to get me to drink Sprite. That's a good and he's rubbing dude. my back and oh, saying, "Hey man, yeah, man. you're going to be all right, yeah. brother." And like I and to this day, I love him. Yeah. So what a good that is my boy. You know what's funny is it's been a long time since I've met a person where I'm like, I'd like to do psychedelics with that person. But you are actually like first time in a long time where I'm like, eh, you know, I think it could be fun. Oh, he'll take care of you. Well, hey, that's the thing is like there are a lot of people who take psychedelics like it's a party drug. It's and not. They, they get so weird when you do it with them because they're just like, yeah, man, we're having fun. It's like, hey, aren't you fucked up? Yeah. Or they're like are shaking tr- their hand in your face. And what you're do like, you think what? of that? Yeah. What What the fuck is your problem? I'm going through something right like, now. My, my problem is I'm thinking about my childhood yeah. and if aliens are real. I'm realizing that they never really loved me as much as I I just thought. saw yeah. my guardian angel right. in the face. Dude, I've, I've tripped balls so hard I thought I could do magic. <laughs> like... I'm just saying, you think that most of the time. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, oh, yeah like I, I, I used to. <laughs> I all I can think of is how I used to work in a lab where I would inject um, ketamine into the rats mm. you know, be, before we would do a surgery. Fuck. Yeah. And I'm, <laughs> I'm imagining Mason's story about Ralphie yeah. feeding him Sour Patch Kids because I would be the one. I would like put them down and then I would bring them back. Bring them back up. I give them a, like a be, like, sugar solution. Pet, or like? Petting them and stuff. Oh, so I'm just imagining Mason. <laughs> Dude, I did. I've done ket- like you know, like most of my heavy drug use days are behind me. Mm. Um, like I've actually just like I've quit doing cocaine. Like I used to, you know, really love it, but now I'm at this level of like an adult where I'm like, that'll be fun for like half an hour. And then the next two days of my life are just gone. You yeah. know, like it just won't be fun. Yeah. You know, like, cause the hangover on uh, the, like a Coke hangover is one of the worst. It's just really depressing. But, is it comparable? Cause I, I've never done it, Yeah, but, but I was on, I, for about six months in college, I was almost, almost daily taking, um, a pretty high dose of Vyvanse. I'm on Vyvanse right now. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I guess it's not even a question. Yeah. It's, but like, yeah. Like, I mean, like Coke is like, like, cause Vyvanse lasts like 13 hours. Yeah. It's like, take, you know, you know how when you, you feel that come up of Vyvanse, like yeah. you wake up, you're all groggy. And then you take Vyvanse. And suddenly and then you want to do everything. It starts you kicking in. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, but, but then it evens out. Yeah. Coke just keeps going up. Mm. And so it's like, if I if it was like two waves, Vyvanse would be a much more even curve. And then Coke would be like a spike. I think it's just a bad, I, I'm just like a. It's not a fun drug. Well, I'm just like a really neurotic. I mean, it is what, a fun cocaine. Drug, but it's not a yeah. It, like, it depends on the quality. Well, I mean, I've had good fucking. Cocaine I've had fish it. scale like from fucking Memphis. Yeah, like uh, yeah, like I've had good stuff. I've had shit stuff, and you know, like, I didn't have shitty cocaine until I moved to Massachusetts. 
That's fair. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, dude, I used to be at parties and people would give me lines, and it, it took me about three or four times to figure out that it sucks. Yeah. And so I would blow my nose in front of people. Yeah. And they'd be like, whoa. Yeah. Rude. Right. It's like no, you're just snorting shit. You're just yeah, you're putting. Garbage like, do you even everywhere. know what yeah. that is? No. So I got I got to where I just stopped uh, yeah, I'm, doing. I'm, it. I'm done with coke. Like I've been I, offered it a couple it's times. It's such now. trash. Like, it sucks. It's nothing. It's not even coke. It's not well. And the thing is, like, I, I, I I'm sensing a new Boston comedy beat. <laughs> 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 but yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I'm like a really. I'm a fairly neurotic person mm. when it. <laughs> when it comes to like just the way I think normally yeah. day to day it just seems like a terrible idea no like I mean it's you know so you're, I'm gonna tell you you're not missing anything so before I became a comedian I was uh, pretty involved in like the entrepreneurship world yeah because uh, I worked for, like even before I graduated I was working at a startup and I was like knocking it out of the park and like that was who I was gonna be I was gonna be this business guy, right right right, right. And uh, I graduated. I worked with them, and you know, I became vice president of a company. It was eight people, but I was fucking vice president at twenty-one. You know, like I felt like hot shit. And so I hung out with those kind of guys in Boston. And you know, those are guys like I hung out with like the salesman type, like DC type guys. Yeah, no, no, it's a little different, right? Like the salesman type guys are just like they're slinging deals, talking, tr- like just being charismatic to people they don't give a fuck about all day. Yeah, right, partying. And it's an awesome, fun time. But, like, the amount of coke we were doing. And it was, you know, it was really fun. But at the end of the day, I'm just like, I, this, like, my next two days just are ruined. And right. they're two days, they're, they would wake up the next day and just re-up and just keep Were they, were they really into strip clubs? No, I, ne- I never hung out with, like, they were, they were, and that's the thing. is like, some I still keep in touch with. They're good people. It's just the culture that they were involved in was, you know. I, it just wasn't for me. Like, I realized, oh, I want to be a comedian. And the moment I told them I was going to do stand-up, they're all like, why the fuck? Yeah. Because they're guys who are like, yeah, no, we're, like, we're going to Spain this summer, you know? Like, we're, we're and we're going to buy a house. And right, these, right. You know, these guys were pulling six figures and shit like that. And but you, were you? No. Oh, okay. So no. yeah. I mean, I was, that was, they were a little that bit. That was the trajectory. Yeah, they were older than me. Oh, yeah. Which but is that's, kind of like so a that, common theme in my life is I'd hang out with older people. Yeah. Same for me, yeah. too. And yeah, so I like, always had older friends. Yeah, I was, I mean, I was making good money, and it was like, if I kept with this for the next two, three years. You'd would, have been there with them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, like, that, I was looking at these guys like, yeah, this is probably going to be, you know, these are the guys that when we're 50, we're going to have barbecues together. And I'm like, and I you're just, gonna have wives, yeah. but then you're gonna have girlfriends too. Yeah, and I just couldn't hack the fucking corporate life. Yeah, because the startup I couldn't com- imagine the startup company I worked for. We we it was bought, and then I worked for the like parent company for six months, and that was the like that was the most depressing, uh, most depressed I think I've ever been in my life. Mm-hmm. Right, and right around then is when I moved to Boston and started doing stand up, and I realized like what I was doing was waiting. Like I couldn't wait until like got out of the job to go do stand-up. Right. Mm. And then it spiraled to... Because, you know, they had just bought us. So we had the startup company office in Worcester and then their main office in Newburyport. And I was splitting my time between Worcester and Newburyport. And I was living in Boston. I had just moved to Boston. So... You know, like the drive, the drive to Newburyport was such a bitch that like I tried to avoid it as much as possible. But I also didn't have a real boss at that time because yeah. I was kind of like an everyman guy at this company. And I was kind of the everyman guy at the, the buying company where they're just like, hey, like, you know, we're going to have you do this. And 
I had no one to report to, so what I started doing was I just stopped going. Like, I just stopped <laughs> going to work, like, entirely. Like, yeah. I wouldn't, and I would be on a couple phone calls, like, every day, and every time I jumped into the phone call, people just thought, you know, the people in Newburyport thought I was in Worcester, and the Worcester people thought I was in Newburyport. And you were still getting paid. I was still getting paid, and I was doing nothing. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I wasn't, I, all I was doing was responding to a few emails and joining some conference calls. And then I was spending all day writing jokes. That's yeah. all I was doing. And it went on for two weeks. Like, I got a full paycheck. And I remember thinking, like, fuck, if I get caught, this is going to be a problem. So I was like, I just got to quit. Because there was nothing. <laughs> I'm so, you didn't milk it any further than no, that? No, that was the problem. It's like, I, I, part of me, like, loved the paycheck. But I was like, if they catch me, this could be a lawsuit. Like, this could be a big problem. And then you got to pay it back. And so then the, I had two options. Like, I could go back to going to work. But now that I found out, I can get away with not going to work. There's nothing in that's my no body good. that's yeah, going right. to motivate me you're, to go to work. Grew up Catholic? Yeah, I, I uh, ish, you know. Guilt, oh yeah, guilt, he, he also was. They, he also wasn't allowed to watch fucking SpongeBob. So. Guilt, dude. Yeah. Shame. That's something. Yeah, that, I went to that uh, the, Pro- the Protestants ain't, so, ain't ever learned about. So my grandfather uh, was about to be a priest. He like was in the seminary, but and and he was such a good swimmer. He became an Olympic swimmer. So he oh, cool. he stopped being a priest so he could focus on swimming. Stop. No, that's. <laughs> but so he stopped you know like yeah dude he's got a gold fucking medal you know like, oh cool yeah. oh yeah 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 and um what year uh so he went to the this is kind of a funny so way back when he was you know like you know uh, uh, like at prime n- olympic athletes made no money right Nothing. like professional football so like if you wanted to go to the olympics you had to pay to get yourself oh. there Oh wow! And so the the Olympics, where he was like the top swimmer in the world, he couldn't afford to get himself there. Oh, oh shit! So he had times ain't that a bitch. He had individual times that were better than the times that like oh, won, no, that won the, the events, but he couldn't afford to get himself there. And then he had to wait another four years. And back then, like you know, now four years of more training, like with the fucking hormones and shit that we have, like you, you get stronger. But back then it's like, how young are you? Cause that's really yeah. what ma- matters. Yeah. So four years later, uh, it was the Helsinki Olympics and he was still one of the best, but he wasn't good enough for the individual events, but he did a lot of relays and those relays won gold medals. Oh, wow. oh yeah. yeah. Kind yeah. of a crazy story. But like uh, the whole point is, you know, I don't know how we went from Catholic to the Olympics. But, <laughs> well, because you, know. you, well, you were saying he was going to be a priest. He was going to be a priest. He raised uh, my mom and my aunts, super Catholic. I was somewhat given that, you know. Um, but, Are you confirmed? You, like, you went, yeah, I got confirmed yeah. in the whole deal. I, That's but, like my wife. So she we like were, did the we were very thing. Catholic when we were living in Boston. But uh-huh. one, our church's like, main priest guy was involved uh, scandal. in the scandal, but he wasn't touching kids, but he was responsible for essentially Covering getting up. all of them out of the country. Oh, well, that's like, just as bad. That's just as bad, right? Yeah, so when like, we moved from Boston to Florida, we became Episcopalian. And that's kind of like just Catholic light. Like there's no real. Oh, okay. Thing. Like there's it's like we, Anglican, but yeah, American. like women can be priests. That's like the only fucking difference. Oh, you know? okay. And so we did that, and then when we were in Virginia, it was you know, and like, you know, it, like I wasn't. I wouldn't say my upbringing was religious. Is more just like I, 
I just lost every Sunday of my life. You know, like every <laughs> yeah, Sunday. Right. Like, like, right, that's not that different from being religious. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> I, I mean, and I did, you know, like I went to like the, the youth groups and, you sure. know, like tried to finger bang some of the girls. Right. And, cool. right. You when you, when yeah. you're that age, I feel like you're just glad that it's another social aspect. Well, so I was listening to one of, you know, your guys' podcasts earlier. And uh, one of the things you pointed out was like, yeah, before you had a driver's license, that's who you hung out with. Yeah, you know, right. Like it was just fun. Right. And that's really what it was. And, but I then had to dive deep into Catholicism because I decided to leave the hoity-toity private school I was going to and ended up going to a Catholic high school. Well, wait. Was the private school you went to originally that wasn't Catholic? It was just a no, private school? No, no, no. School? It was um, it's where senators send their kids so that they can get the keys to the kingdoms. Okay. Uh, like but it I, had nothing to do with religion. It no, was just no, no, no. This school. was just like my dad like was doing really well at the time and was able, and we were living in D.C. And so this school, like fucking Bill Clinton came to speak to us. Like uh, I went to, like Dick Cheney's granddaughter went there. Bill Clinton's in Arkansas, man. I was, uh, he is. Friends? And uh, like we had this girl in my grade, she was like 13th in line for the Saudi Arabian throne. Like, yeah, like it was, yeah, you know, it, it was a big. Thirteenth is pretty far back. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like she's a I loser. Fuck, you know, what, it's so funny is uh, my house. Our neighbors were her servants' house. <laughs> like, oh wow, where her servants lived. And then there was a mansion. Yeah, there's a mansion like like a thirty minute drive away from where I lived. Oh shit, where she lived. And so they I, didn't even sleep on the quarter on no, the property. No, 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 that's where like they had their days off and shit like that because they had a lot of people oh, okay. like circling in. Yeah. So we lived next to like, and I went to school with her every day, and I'm like, hey, your servants are doing okay. <laughs> oh, because they were killing it too. Well, because my yeah, my dad it was doing fine, but like what the type of wealth I'm talking about here? Yeah, is it's, it's just like it's like Epstein basketball wealth. courts and houses. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like it, Trump it, wealth. Yeah, it is beyond imagining. Like, right. I remember, I was the kind of wealth we're finna have when people <laughs> discover our material. Yeah, um, but like not even like like you won't even like we're not talking about making a couple million a year. We're talking about billions, hundreds of millions or to billions. To billions. Yeah. yeah, and it was it like I remember I was like flirting with this girl uh, in seventh grade. And she wanted to go to the movies. And I was like, yeah, let's go to the movies. I was like, I don't know if my mom can drive me, though. She's like, it's all right. I'll send my car. Wow. She that's had a money. personal driver to send wow. places. Yeah. That's so, big money. Yeah. And I hated that school. Even though that's the school that, like, you know, you go there, you'll get into Harvard. You know, they're like, oh, you went to this school. You know? Right. I was getting bullied so much that I was like, fuck it. I'll take Catholic high school over this. And so, <laughs> <laughs> right. It's that, it was like, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Teach me about some bullshit. Um, speaking of, before we, uh, your, I'm hoping that you and Abby, the quarantine hasn't affected your your wedding. Did you have a year out? We had something? no uh, official wedding plans. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, we, that's we, good. we knew we were going to be in a long engagement, yeah. right? Like I kind of was like, you know, first is like, you know, Abby suffers pretty severely from anxiety, right? Mm-hmm. So if we were trying to have a wedding now, it would. Yeah, not, not, not work. Not she's good. like, oh, all of our close friends and family are going to be staring at me. <laughs> Fuck that. Oh, you know? like, oh, a Zoom wedding. No, no, no. I'm talking about like before quarantine. We were talking about like, you know, when you want to get married, and she's like, kind of working on. Oh, her even just now. the yeah. basic wedding yeah, was giving was her way too much. Oh, so, so like, imagine, yeah, yeah we're yeah. like, it's a big thing. Yeah, yeah, we're like, three, oh, of four course. Years. I will okay. say though, this quarantine has definitely helped solidify the fact that like we're meant for each other. Mm. You know, yeah. because like I feel it's like a big test having to spend yeah it is a big test and yeah. what's funny is like when it first started all we would talk about is when we were gonna fight just like it's inevitable we're gonna have a fight you know 
and we haven't. We've spent so much time talking about, and you know, like we snap at each other the way I think every bickering. Yeah, is every, what Carrie and I do. Yeah, you guys bicker. bicker. You know, and then, we and don't then, bicker. We we bicker. Richard Pryor. I like it. I fucking like it. But yeah, so all it's done oh, is just no. <laughs> God. Anyway, but you, had a pretty, you had a really religious upbringing, didn't you? Very, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, like what you're saying, but probably homeschool. Pro- yeah. Well, Jesus. Yeah. So, like, what was the curriculum? Like? You know why he said that? Because he's like, I can't believe you're normal. No, well, yeah, that's actually, a good point. Yeah. Like, I don't know any. Uh, are there any other homeschoolers in Boston Common? Yeah, it's all the ones that don't make eye contact. I I knew one other kid who was homeschooled for like until high school, Mm. and he was the weirdest fucking. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's it's a common thing. I mean, there's a reason that the stereotype exists for sure. Oh yeah, Um, there were a lot of people in my hometown that were homeschooled. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, are you from like a small home? Like tiny, tiny, tiny. Like how how big were the towns you guys? Mine's bigger. Like, but like, population-wise, like, I uh, didn't know the population. I could look it up, but it wasn't even a town. It was called a community. Oh Jesus! Yeah, we had a stoplight, a Galaxy supermarket, a uh, stop. <laughs> yeah, and a bar yeah, shop. I had like a real town. See, that's one thing that I do like regret about my upbringing is I don't have a town. Like, I don't, right? You know, like, yeah. Where, when someone says, "Where did you grow up?" What do you say? I say a couple of places. Oh here's, yeah. Here's the problem that I have is like when someone goes, "Where are you from?" I could name you one of the places that I lived, and more often than not, I will get someone be like, "Oh, I know, you know, like somebody, like you know, Doodle Callahan, right?" It's yeah. like, "Oh, I know someone," and or like, "Oh, I know that area," and then they ask me a lot of shit that I don't know because I didn't spend enough time in there to really yeah. like get to know it. Yeah. Or I say I'm from everywhere, and I sound like a pretentious douchebag. <laughs> like those are the two fucking things I have. Yeah. I'm from Minsk. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I could say I'm from Hong Kong. <laughs> Wait, were you saying you spent time in Memphis? Or you were saying... No. Someone said I mentioned Memphis, Memphis earlier. Oh, where? That's where I used to buy cocaine from. <laughs> the Actually, the outskirts. I knew this one guy... I, like, uh, in college, I knew this one guy who my friend met at a, uh, uh, like a music festival. Um, he's like the Italian Hunter S. Thompson. He's such a... Ca- like, in fact, you guys should have him on the podcast. He's the... F- he's How, is he a dude. comic? No, he's he should be. Just he's funny, the, yeah. He's the oddest person. He's not funny on purpose. He's just so weird. Well, that's like me. I just say dumb shit and people <laughs> think it's funny. This guy is the strangest person. But anyways, like, he met this guy at a music festival. This is like a 50-year-old dude in New York who owned a record shop, but he made all of his money selling drugs. And I used to go down there like once a year to just stock up. And like you'd have to send him like you'd send him a text message about like the albums you wanted to buy. And they like were albums that didn't exist. And it was like the, it, the code. It yeah. was the coolest. I always felt like such a badass. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, well, he's been arrested recently. So. Hey, uh, how old were you the first time you went to New York City? Um, I was I went to New York once when I was really young. Like, but the first time I went by myself, yeah. I was a freshman in college. Okay. I was Same. dating. Have um, you ever done comedy there? Yeah. I What's went, that like? Um, I went there. So this was, I was two, two and a half years in maybe. And it was my birthday. And like, you know, I had just hung out with my friends who, you know, they all had jobs and shit. And I was like, you know, if I, I'm going to treat my, and, uh, just spur of the moment, I decided to spend a weekend in New York doing comedy. Yeah. And they have open mics on weekends. They have open mics every, like 
Their open mics start at noon and end wow. at two. Holy shit. And you have to be very careful of how you schedule it because, you know, like you think it was bad you show up at seven oh two and you're signing up at fiftieth. It's so bad there that they won't they don't have late sign ups. Yeah, when I went to New York over this past Thanksgiving, I showed up at two separate mics just assuming that I could sign up and was willing to go on late. And they were like, oh, no, 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 mm. no, son. You sign up ahead of time. Yeah. Online. Oh, you wow. Have to sign up. Oh, online. It's all online. Yeah. Most of it is online. You have to sign up. There was one I went to that was like just take, took in a walk in. And yeah, I did. I did quite a few. And I just did like my top material. At, at of the course. Time yeah. Because I just kind of. Oh, why wouldn't you? Well, I liked flexing a little bit, yeah. too, because like a bunch of open makers would just be like, wow, dude, you're you're really good. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, I just I came up with that like yesterday. And you yeah. tell them all, <laughs> that's bo- a, that's all my, Bostonians are like this. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's right, right, my newest right. joke. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like, uh, you know, just like flexing on them fucking hard. You know? <laughs> right. Uh, uh, so. In so fact, I, we should all, you know what? Like, I've been looking for a group of people who want to go to New York with me. Or down. Like, fuck let's yeah. do it. Fuck yeah. Man. Like, so fuck yeah. I was actually talking to, uh, so bef- obviously back before, back when things were normal, uh, it, it was, the, I believe it was the New Year's show that Noonan was headlining, mm. and Zach Brazal was there too. And they just recently moved to New York. Yeah. And I remember I was talking to Zach in between shows, and I was like, you know, because eventually, years down the road, I would like to move there, right? That's Abby like the, that, the yeah. thing. You know, that's what I think that if anyone's looking at this as a serious thing, I think yeah. that's something you got to do. You, yeah, you and have to spend so, a couple years down there. Yeah. Right. That, regard, uh, anyways, uh, I was talking to Zach, and I'm like, I'm like, you know. You mind if I steal it, this from you? I feel yeah, like go beat, ahead. Uh, I feel uh, like I'm I earned like, it. I beat you to the punch. I'm, I'm <laughs> like... Uh, you know, when you go to New York, or should you try to look for a place in Manhattan, or do you look for a place in Brooklyn? Like, what's where am I going to be doing more of the open mics at? Mm. And he said that he doesn't even t- go to Manhattan. No, he said it's all Brooklyn. It is for, Brooklyn, for open like, mics. And well, and stuff. like that was my first mistake is like so Manhattan. There uh, right. are a lot of open mics, but they're all dominated by this like company called Laughing Buddha. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. what I. Yeah, let's talk I, about that. What's and so that? like it's um you know it's sign up online. You have to buy two drinks to get there. They've just it's it's essentially just like so many people know that you have to go to New York. That they've created this entire business on exploiting open. Is mics. it worth going to those or not? I've had fun, you know, like those I mean, Buddha ones. Yeah, it's an open mic, right? Like some venues are better than others. Okay. But like, you know, it's the scene from what I've heard is Brooklyn. That's what I've been as far as for beginners. Well, or, as, and I don't mean I don't as, mean as far as just I, like I shouldn't say like, be, I don't mean beginners as in a one-year comic. I'm talking about people who, who are just, yeah. four to five yeah, to six yeah, years yeah. in who are looking for state. Yeah, yeah, I didn't mean I didn't mean no, that no, as I like get, a yeah. And I like I I haven't been to New York in a long time. And, and like the last time I was in New York, I was only there for a, like a couple hours, and then I had the next day I had to, I so I had to take a fucking and Abby doesn't care that I talk about this. She's pretty open about it. But so Abby, when I talk, reference her anxiety last year. It got to such a point that I had to take her to the hospital. Oh, wow. And so we had, I had like orchestrated this like Valentine's Day uh, week vacation in New York City. And um, like it was going to be a lot of fun. I was going to be able to do a little comedy. We were going to have a night. Like I got this amazing place in the East Village. Like it was so fucking patio on the roof. So we could, yeah, so we could smoke cigarettes 
on and look out on the top of a roof to the fucking New York City. Like, it was awesome. Uh-huh. The night before, Abby's having such extreme panic attacks. I was like, all right, you, why don't you not go? You know, like, yeah. I will go and I'll just do comedy. You know me, I can have a fun time by myself. Right. And she was like, fine. But I was like, I already paid for like a week of a trip. Like, someone should at least enjoy it, you know? I go down there, I'm there for a day, having fun, drinking, like, you know, just having a fucking blast. And I get a call, and it's, uh, like, long story short, essentially she is having a mental breakdown, so I had to get on a Greyhound at midnight, hammered, right, but I had to get back up to Boston as quick as I could. Was able to get her to my parents' house, right, my parents came and picked her up, because they live close. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah, I was so drunk. Pass out on the Greyhound, got all the money from that was in my pockets robbed. Oh <laughs> no! Wait, people reached into your pockets? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, no, like it was a, it was like you a were blacked sar- out. Yeah, it was out. like sardines in there too. Yeah. Like everybody, it was oh. the last bus to Boston. I wake up at three in the morning, realize I don't have any cash, and oh get, fuck, get in a cab, and I'm like, you better take credit, because thank God they didn't take my wallet. Like I just had a lot of loose cash in my yeah. pockets. I was like, you better fucking believe... And, like, God, that was the last time I was in New York, and it was supposed to feel out the scene. And Damn. Yeah. Oh, man. And well, then the next day I woke up, drove her down to Rhode Island, got her into Butler Hospital, and, you know... Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Wow. She's doing way better. I'm strong. Our relationship is stronger for it. Well, that's drove, good. Drove down to Rhode Island every day of the week for visit. visit. Boy, yeah. Girl. Yeah, that's good. So, so you're right, then. This next time that we go and... Uh, we check it out. And we, 100%. Fuck yes, because... So down... And, you know, and uh, Thatcher wants to go down, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, Thatcher. You know Thatcher, Thatcher right? From Cape Cod, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You ever done those Cape Cod? No, he's t- always telling us. I've never been out. All right, so like I, I went down there once on a flu because I thought, because uh, you know Al, Al is just such a fucking powerhouse. Yeah. I thought he ran Cape Cod comedy. He doesn't, right? <laughs> he's, just, he's always up here. He's just, he's always up he's here. He's just and, funny. And he just shit. But <laughs> yeah, like, I right. thought because of how good he was, like he was the like you know how like every community has their main their guy. guy yeah, like, yeah, right. Like we've got Rob Crean, and then like you know there are other people who are just like oh, I run all the shows that are worth coming to. Yeah. I thought that was the case. I had a show on Friday, and it was uh, it was fifteen minutes. I, I had, and I wanted to make sure that like, you know, my fifty like I, I could just time out my fifteen minute set. Yeah. And it was Thursday. Where the fuck am I going to be able to time out fifteen minutes? So I called uh, Al, and I was like, "Hey, how much time can I do at your mic down in Cape Cod?" And he's like, "It's not my mic, but you can do as much time <laughs> as you fucking want." Yeah, yeah. So I got in the car. And I drove the fucking long ass trip down there, was able to do a 15 minute set there and then go to another open mic that was an all like purpose open mic, not just comedy. Oh, yeah. With all these local people. Music, music, poetry, whatever. They were active listeners, loving, laughing. And I essentially had like I, I I almost had a better set there than I did on Friday, but I was able to. And so now every now and then I'm like, I'm just going to make a trip, you know. See, I need to be and, and I think you might agree with this, too. I need to be more willing to travel for open yeah, mics me too. like I because I'm in my I, I have my schedule yeah. that I do Monday through Thursday. Yeah. And then any book shows obviously take precedence. And I try to do a mic before that show. Right. right. But uh I never travel outside of Boston. I like, was, I've never done any, it's, it's except for it. Connecticut, you it's know, really doing comics. It. And the thing is, you're closer to fucking Rhode Island than I am. And, like, going down to Rhode Island for, like, a like one night out of the week, it's worth doing. Yeah, you, you think? You meet yeah. newer people. 
You know, it was funny. As, I um, should do that. Yeah. One time, like I, I went down for a Wednesday open mic, and I ran into John Tilson, and I was just like, "Dude, what the fuck are you doing down here?" Was he like, doing Comedy Connection? No, no, no. It was an open mic. It was just like a fucking bar room, and he goes, "This is the best open mic to do in New England on Wednesdays." Oh, okay. And I was just like, oh. And he's like, yeah, I've been doing this open mic ever, like ever since. I started. Yeah. He, I mean, he started in Rhode Island, to be fair, but oh, I didn't. Know I that. did the Raffle House twice, mm. but I've never. Raffle House is a lot of fun. It was. It was a lot of fun. Wait, is that time. Rhode Island? That was, was it? Uh, no, no, no. That's like just Massachusetts, but it's like just on the border. Yeah, oh, okay. If I remember correctly, I, I only did it once. Um, I had fun doing it, but yeah. I think that's the, the that was Rob. Uh, that was Rob Green show, show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I was right before. Um, um, quarantine started ready to go to my first mic at Nick's over in Worcester yeah. on Monday. Oh, right, right. Because I just was like, Nick's oh, is so much fun. Yeah, yeah. I guess you go there a lot. Yeah, well, so it's funny, like, back when I was in the non-comic life, like, of the startup community and shit, I lived in Worcester, Nick's was my main bar. Like, I went to Nick's mm. every night, you know, like, because it was on my way home from the office, so I'd just always be like, I'm just going to stop by for just a drink. Next thing you know, like, I'm drunk, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but I, so I'm, like, on first-name basis with all the bartenders, like, knew a bunch of the locals and all that shit, and, um, yeah, next thing you know, yeah. So I worked in, I worked in Worcester when I first moved here oh, really? for a long, for a long-ass time. Where'd you work? On Union Street, 57 Union Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Hey, you know me. Right there in the middle. Thanks, brother. For those listening, man, just pass me a fucking beer. I quit my job in December. Mm-hmm. So I had been doing, um, I'd been doing stand-up for right at a year. Yeah. And Sean Connolly, who's the best, just just a fucking man, a sweetie, said oh, to I, me, yeah, yeah, "Just remind me of it." I know. Invited me to do the hot dog show right there oh, yeah. at um at, at at the hot dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At um fucking Coney Island. Coney Island. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, and I was so excited. And it was my last day of work. Mm. The show was on my last day of work. I quit Fun. my job yeah. on Union Street, and the show was the last day. And then I was gonna come back home. And, yeah. And so. I had posted on my Instagram story that I was doing this show. And so... All of your co-workers went there? Dude, <laughs> not nine or ten of them. Uh. It was also the same day as the company Christmas party. So everyone had gone to the Christmas party. Got hammered. Gotten hammered. <laughs> come to Coney Island and then just fucked up the show. Yeah. Just yeah. beyond repair, fucked oh, up the show. fucking Jesus. Sean and his co-host, who... if. I remember it's Brian, right? Brian, yeah. He's a good, real good guy. Spent, dude, between every comic talking to him saying, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. And I'm in there dying because I, I was so grateful yeah. to Sean for having yeah, asked me. Yeah, you're just me. like, thank you, God. I'm a new comic. Yeah, and, I'm like, oh my God. And, and I'm like, like I'm out. Show, yeah. And fucking at one point, I get a Facebook message from Sean that says, there's all these fucking crazy ass drunk people here. They're insane. <laughs> and I text back. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm so sorry. I can't even believe it. I'm mortified. I get. And he was like, oh my bad, dude. That was for Marade. I didn't even mean to text. <laughs> I was so fucking embarrassed. I went up uh, and I did my set, and they left, dude. I I was like ready to fucking cry with how yeah, embarrassed dude, I was. It's, but he was of course sweet about. It. We've of laughed course, about. It. They came over to the house for dinner, and we talked about. Oh, it. Oh, that's nice. But. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I'd like to have the Connollys over for dinner. That'd oh, they're be, the best. That'd dude. be lovely. Yeah, congrats to the Connollys for having yeah, a Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah super. They're having a what? You know what's funny? Is, oh, uh, congratulations. Mar- Terry and I went to the same college. Oh, word. Yeah. No way. Where's that? Uh, Clark University in Worcester. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And um, we, it's so funny because it's like a really small school. 
And so the party scene there, it's like, there's one or two houses that you go to yeah. on the weekend. And so we were talking about it, and um, we were just kind of like, you went to Clark? And it's just the, this thing that Clarkies have where it's like, yeah, we probably knew each other, but just don't know each other. You <laughs> yeah. know, it's like where I've seen you, I might have even said, excuse me while I go use the bathroom. Right. But like, that's the extent that we know each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh. Small world. Yeah. Am, am I boring you guys by the way? Like, <laughs> no, I feel like no, you've gone on no. for a long time. We no, have. I was, just, I just didn't want to interrupt because yeah. uh, I mean, I felt like it's been going. I mean, because I feel like you'd be surprised to know how long we're at. I think it's two hours. Uh, we're, well, hour and thirty-five. Hour and thir- well, let's push it to two. Fuck it, let's make it. The I mean, I, I wasn't going to bring it up because I was enjoying it. Well, I don't know how. Like, yeah, if you guys, want it's to what I, it I told you. I, I, I said we don't really have like a, a set time. We just sort and of like keep I told going. You, I've got nothing better to do. And honestly, like getting drunk with some comedians, it's like it's refreshing, right? Yeah, dude, I miss it so much. <laughs> I mean, dude, minute. I got I got probably fourteen more beers left in there. Fuck so it, man. if you want to just hang, I'm down. To, I don't I don't know I, what you guys got going. on. Do you have anything? That, I have nothing Dude, going it's on. Quarantine. My, yeah, wa- my wife's on. not even off till eleven. Fuck. So <laughs> it's not like I'm. So do you have? And my you? wife isn't real. Just kidding. You wouldn't know her. She goes to a different school. So. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, he's got a Canadian. Hey. Wife. So <laughs> let's. Uh. So I. So just one more. I don't want. I didn't want to talk. I didn't want to bombard you with like um, too many questions about like what you've been watching. No. Oh, yeah. Other than comedy. Um. But I, 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 I guess, well, it was, I, so I watched the Epstein documentary. Did you watch that? I started it and then I was like, you know what? No, it's not right now. Okay. You know, like I'm very, I'm very fickle when I come to watch things. Okay. Whatever. Okay. Well, all right. Well, they, they, you're the same. Andrew's the same way. Yeah. He, so, but that's one that he was going to watch. And if he had watched it, I thought we could talk about it. But since you haven't either. Yeah. We'll just, I'm just going to forget on. I even brought that up. How about Tiger King? Dude, fucking. What? Did you watch it? What an amazing uh. piece of television. Thank you. Like, honestly, so like the biggest problem with reality TV is trying to scale up, the, like, it, like, like scale up the tension. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that's why a lot of reality TV kind of sucks, you know, because like the tension buildup is fake and they're kind of like, you need to do this or right. say this. Right. But they're lot that that it was just so insane of a story that the tension being built up was so na- it was it's honestly in my opinion the greatest reality TV ever produced. I agree because of how insane these people are, how unprompted all of like how natural they were just crazy, you know? Like it and was, let me ask you this. What, okay, so I love. I, first of all, but, she did it. Like, I'm, I'm almost like screaming out of my seat. That I'm finally talking with someone who was as blown away as I was. Because fucking Andrew here was like, well, I don't like when people tell me something's good because because then it makes me not want to like it. And then he's like, oh, I watched, what, an episode? You watched? I watched one episode. To be fair, I should have given it more of a chance. I watched one episode. Dude, you got to do, my rule on any show is. Three episodes. Three episodes. At least. And if. Two of my good friends recommend it. I give it a fourth. Okay, you there know? you go. And I and I thought I was a good friend. <laughs> yes, you are, but, but you're just one. <laughs> well, it takes two. Oh, oh, oh okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You you're also right. a good friend. Go ahead, say it. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's amazing. Okay. okay. Now I gotta you, do it. You gotta. Now watch. To be fair, Severin also told you to watch it, <laughs> but I guess he's not a good friend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. You know what? Like Severin is a guy I want to get to know better. Like I really like that is dude. Is because he's so pretty? 
Well, I mean, yeah, that's that's part of it. I like being around. If you're into that, people. hey, I love a man in uniform. You ought to see him when he's on the clock. Oh yeah. boy, I bet you know he's an Air Force man. Hubba hubba. Oh, so he's not a military guy. <laughs> hey, uh, well, <laughs> boy. You mean? Hey, I didn't say National Guard. Yeah, you mean Chair Force? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is he? The fucking hall monitor. <laughs> Oh, so he likes to cosplay as a military official. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, imagine Sever next time you go to a show. Andrew, I noticed you were jaywalking to get over here. Uh-huh. It's the, the only time I ever got a friend, like a close friend of mine, uh, close to kicking my ass. You know, because like I've, I've had people who are like close to kicking my ass before, but they were strangers. The only time I ever had like per- someone who like likes me, I like them, we have a history together, where they were like about to beat the shit out of me. Is when uh, my friend who was in the Marines was telling me about his time in the Marines. And he, you know, he never saw action. He was pretty much just spending his time. Pencil pusher. Yeah, he was like he was uh, in Hawaii. Right. So like he was just telling me stories about how he was getting drunk and partying. Right. So I was like, so you weren't a Marine. You LARPed as a Marine. And he was like, don't (laughs) say that. He was like, what? Because he he still went through the goddamn boot camp, motherfucker. He's still a brother. right? Yeah, they still broke me down mentally. Yeah, yeah, 100 percent. And. You know how you are, like as a comedian, where you realize you've just you've you've stepped on something, and you're like, oh. <laughs> so I was like, I mean, yeah, man. If you want to pretend to be a marine, <laughs> you just poking and poking and poking. And he was like, fucking say it again. And I'm like, all right, all right, this is too real. I'm sorry. <laughs> you were trained to kill. Like I don't. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> Is that the Marine song? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, know. I was just like looking through. I'm like, what can I do to hear? Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. Uh, but, I mean, yeah. But by the way, I respect all of our uh, enlisted. Uh, oh, yeah, of course. Know, all the armed forces. You guys are great. Yeah, I mean, okay. All of them. Well, yeah. As a group, I respect Okay, them. okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Just yeah, not yeah. the individual. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's some individuals I have problems with, like the fucking LARPer friend I have. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, the fake Marine. Yeah. He's in the Army Reserve. Uh, it's, it's so funny because, you know, I went to... I'm, I'm sure you guys have the same thing where it's like a lot of people you went to school with are in the military now. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, do, hey, do you... This is this is fun. Do you have any friends... Or not friends... Doesn't have to be friends. Do you have anyone that you would... Uh, I know you... All right. When you went to high school, did you, how many years did you spend in the high school before you graduated? Four. Oh, so you got to go to the one high school no, from sorry. ninth to... So, no, no. So I did uh, first my freshman year at one high school and then three years at the Catholic high school. Okay. So at that Catholic high school, did any of those people you graduated with become a cop? No, no, no. But a bunch of them are... Military. Military. Yeah. Like uh, one of them actually was like... I, I consider him fancy military because he went to West Point. Oh, okay. You know? That's where Trump went, right? Yeah. <laughs> and like Gotti and shit. Oh, are you, oh, I thought you were... Ju- no, no, no. Trump did not go to West Point. It, are you sure? He went to Wharton. Oh. Uh, what is that? I don't know. What I, I, you might a, be right. Yeah, I, I, no, just, I, I am right. Oh, okay. Because yeah, I, I, I hate the man and I study up on people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because no, no, so I thought that Trump, Trump went to the Trump, place where Gotti's kid no, went. No, Trump went to a military boarding high school. What was it called? Uh, I forget the name of that one. Oh, I uh, thought West Point was no, a... No, West Point is... Is a college. Where, West Point's a college where Oh, okay. They, where Sorry. They, yeah, they train... Like, that's where they train lieutenants and shit. Like, oh, okay. Like, okay. When you go into the military from West Point, you don't start as a grunt. Like, you're already, like, higher. Okay, I right learned there. all of my military school knowledge from Major Payne. <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah, so one went to West Point, and then, like, five of them ended up in the Marines. Okay. Which I, like... 
it's funny because I talk to people, you know, from around here, and I don't see it as common. You know, like there are some areas in Mass, like some towns where it's like the military knows, like, hey, they have no other prospects. Like, let's just go there. But I, I, what I found was like it seemed pretty glaring that like the military recruits far more in the south than they do in the oh, yeah. south. Oh yeah. So dude, at, uh, so my senior year, which looking back, which I just now thought of this, I wasn't ever the only senior there. So <laughs> every senior class at lunch, yeah, they have had the recruiter four with tables booth. set yeah. up: one for Air Force, one for Marines, mm-hmm. one for. And in the South, and I and I'm not trying to I I am not in any way talking shit about people who join the military, mm-hmm. not in no. any way. But I am saying that in the South, joining the military is a very high regarded one hundred percent thing. It's big. You it's know like, what I mean? It's, it's real like, big. Like real it's big. like, hey, what does your son do? He goes, he serves. He's a, like, yeah, right, right. Like, right. Here's a discount on your meal. And like, I'm not right. knocking that in any way. I'm I, just saying it is it's more exactly common. What the fucking Romans did. Yeah, and in what way? Well, the Roman like so, I get this from my brother. My brother is like, uh, my brother is um, me, but more autistic. I think. (laughs) Yeah, more. He's like more. Not that you're not. He's like twice as smart as I am, but we're very similar in like every other aspect. But it's like, what if you just took someone? What if you took me, made me smarter? Like, how would I act? And like, there's a lot of differences there. I could go on about him. He's a great dude. But uh, he's a huge... How close in age are you guys? Um, he's about to be 30, and I just turned 27. That's so. funny. My brother's the same amount older than me and also a history major. I'm feeling your brother... Is he on the spectrum, too? My brother was not a history major, okay, but, but, like, but he's... knows a lot. My brother's the type of guy who can, like, tell you, like, everything that happened in a book after it took him an hour to read it. Like, Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, like... I admire... I like, love that. Like, the Harry Potter series, like, we were both hooked, but my mom would only buy one book because she would buy it, it would show up in the mail, she'd give it to my brother, he'd be done with it that day. He'd, like, then, he'd be like, I'm gonna go take a shit and yeah, read Harry Potter. Yeah, he'd read Potter. the whole thing, and then I was given the next couple days to, to read it. <laughs> right. Like, that... That's my brother's level of intelligence. Right. In fact, he would be an amazing comedian if he wasn't so awkward. What's he do? Uh, he works for Verizon. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. He's he's not a guy who, like, all he was ever really born to be was a family man, and that's what he is. He, oh, so, well, that's good. Yeah, he's so he's married, got kids. Yeah, he's married. He's got two kids, and he loves his life. Oh, good for him. But he is super into Roman history, and he and I, we got high. Like, the last time we got high together, he was just like... Dude, America's Rome. And I was like, what, what are you talking about? And he goes, dude, the parallels. Like, you don't know? And I'm like, I don't fucking read Roman history. <laughs> yeah, right? You don't, you don't know? But so, Rome you collapsed. You read the Odyssey? Rome collapsed. Most, uh, there, uh, and again, I'll probably, if, I, I don't know how many Roman history buffs you have as listeners. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of reasons why it collapsed. But a big reason is um, essentially their, the, their econo- they were killing their economy by using slave labor. So essentially, the lower class wasn't able to make enough income to uh, fuel the economy. On top of that, there had like they, they rev- like no like not many societies have revered their military as much as the Romans, the Spartans, and the United States, right? And like a huge part of that We've was got like, the greatest military yeah, in the world. It was, it's it's a it's a way for the poor to make an insane amount of money and kind of establish themselves. And the problem with Rome is, like, it expanded too much with its military and then cut its, uh, like, I don't know how boring this is, but it cut. No, like, under, keep, no. Undercut its lower class using slavery that it collapsed on itself, um, you know, and 
there was, there was a lot, lot, lot that I just skipped over here, right? Yeah. Like I pretty much just painted 300 years with a very broad brush. Basically, the, the, the lower class had an opportunity to accentuate themselves into the military, but mm-hmm. then the lower class, everything else that they could possibly do was undercut by the use of slave labor that they didn't have to pay for. And what we're doing right now as a country is like, yeah, we're not using... I mean, one could be argued that uh, prison labor is essentially slave labor. Um, and I would, I agree. I would agree with that, but like that. Look is, at private prison. Yeah, but that's Sorry, only that's only private like prison. That's only patching part of our industry, right? Right. Like that's right. not dominating our industry. But the other thing we're doing is we're outsourcing all of our other lower labor to other countries, like which China, just, yeah, which India. is just fucking collapsing yeah. everything. Yeah. So. A little Roman history. For you. Hey, it's good to get. I mean, it, I'm glad that we got two intelligent people instead of just one, <laughs> and I don't mean me. <laughs> I had. I mean, being homeschooled, I obviously not the same experience. But two of my best friends' brothers went military as well, so it's like. Were you homeschooled the entire time? Uh huh. Yeah. Well, until college, I did. Until college, obviously. You, what was that like? Ask him about prom night. Going to college for the fr- like first like- day in college. <laughs> You had a prom in high school? That's a joke. I, <laughs> I did, though. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't like between well, him and his it. seven sisters. I also dated public school girls. <laughs> yeah. So I went to their proms. Okay. But then there was a home there was a homeschool prom. Wait, so what in was his your living room. social life? Like like how did you interact with other kids? Soccer. I yeah, played, I played soccer. I'm just kidding. Sports. I'm no, that's stop. true. No, sports. Yeah, no, like your avenues for socializing. I mean, because most people's, it's well, school. So right? my best friends, my best friend, our parents are best friends. So we were there all the time. Gotcha. So th- there was that. And then my other best friends, the two brothers that went special forces, mm-hmm. we were also there all the time because our parents were close friends. Okay. I guess it was just, um, I don't know. I guess it was just like the opportunities that I had. Based on our parents being friends, it's very insane how normal you came out, right? Like I say does, that all the it time. Makes me th- like you know, like there's a lot of homeschoolers that are this way. It's almost yeah, I, I, see. Yeah, I'm not knocking but homeschooling, not, but not, like not more like 50 percent, maybe. Yeah. Well, th- maybe 40 percent. I'd like, say that's okay, generous. So <laughs> when when we say normal, I think what we're talking about is like someone who came out of school, and like we all kind of have a shared experience. Most of us. That, like, school is very similar to... I'm on the same page. Anywhere you go. And so, like, when you come out of it, you're kind of... You've got a lot in common with everybody, right? Right. So, for someone to have none of that and then come out to be as similar to us and as relatable... And have have such an amazing way of being social. And Mm. and I have said this on, on previous episodes multiple times. I am blown away at the fact that you're... And I'll say, it's crazy how friendly and confident that you're able to be. Because, dude, when I was a senior in high school, we, and not even, not only that, it seemed like every year from about seventh grade, we would have one or two kids that trickled in from being homeschooled, and those kids fucking sucked. Well, like they were just like weirdos and losing, no eye contact. You know, and and yeah. it's like you turned out. You know, and I don't. I don't mean to keep saying turned out. I think a lot of this like is owed to your parents. That's exactly what and, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It comes down to like why parents decide to homeschool. And for most people in the United States, the reason their parents decide to homeschool is they're thinking, "I want to shelter my kid, mm-hmm. pr- protect my kid, right. from the things that I think are bad. I want my kid to be countercultural. There's this big idea of being countercultural. I want him to be." different from the way other kids are because I see that as being evil. They see all the things as being evil. And maybe maybe there's some 
maybe there's some benefit to protecting your kids from sex, drugs, and alcohol in high school. Maybe maybe there is. But the idea of being countercultural in and of itself is stupid. Mm-hmm. It's stupid because you can't pick what culture you're born into. That, you don't get to pick. Because the real world is not censored. And it doesn't wait for you. Yeah. It doesn't wait for you to be ready for it. It right. just keeps going. And so you can either choose to prepare your kids to be in the world but still be good people like the way you want them to be, or you can separate them from it completely and protect them from all the things you think are bad, and then once they get out into it, they have no way to deal with it. And so my parents didn't have that perspective when they wanted to homeschool us. Their entire thing was they didn't like the quality of education that was at the local high school because it was just this shitty, poor... Because we grew up That is so, such an interesting, like, reason yeah. to have been homeschooling you. Yeah. Like, I, I love that. Yeah. And that's why... It was just why, we grew up in, like, a poor area. And yeah. we were poor, too. But, like, it, it was like they just wanted a higher level of education. They knew my mom could and, do it. And, they, and, and what's awesome and so confident of your parents is that they thought, you know what? I could do a better job homeschooling <laughs> my kids of, yeah. than this goddamn public school that yeah. people are paying taxes to. Yeah. You know, it's like that is such a baller move on your parents' part to say, you know what? I could do it better. I'm really grateful. Yeah. I could do it better. And I'll t- and dude, let me say they did. They did it better because you're are, you are, you you got a 10 times better education than I got. And I was fucking public school. <laughs> well, fuck it, man. You could just not go to school and get public a better education. Yeah. <laughs> like fucking really, shit. I mean, it's so funny. The disparity of different public schools. And oh public yeah. School. Yeah. And yeah, you know, and, yeah. and, and so when I first moved here, I was 22. Right. And, uh, one of the things that I started noticing about living here was that most people my age were smarter than me. Yeah. And I don't mean smarter as in like, cause here's the thing. I'm smarter than there's a lot. I'm smarter than like, a lot of people here when it comes to street sense yeah. and reading people and being a human mm-hmm. and social interacting. Okay. Well, there are people who are going to be like, this is how Rome is like. A right. But then, <laughs> yeah. But then there are people who here speak multiple languages, yeah. uh, no history, no geography, no, a lot of language, uh, literature and all that bullshit, yeah. you know, all the boring stuff. All that shit that doesn't fucking matter. Oh, you know? stuff, <laughs> all when that, am I ever going to have to use history? Take yeah. All that shit that's for them fucking losers out there trying to fucking better themselves. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> no, I'm just follow, kidding. Follow anyways, our sunshine on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyways, my point is I, I have always, I, it's just funny the the better education it, the education just gets better the farther you go up the coast and and the, and yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and above the mason dixon line and in near bigger cities the education is better that's just how it is mm. but i love that your parents thought <laughs> i'll be damned if i'm going to send my kid <laughs> to a local public school <laughs> and have him fucking be an idiot you know and and, and i do think they did better because you are an intelligent individual, oh, and I don't mean just uh, common sense or <laughs> right, social. Are you guys gonna start fucking? Like, what's gonna? <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna be the top, and that's how it's gonna be. Is and this you have how to every watch. Podcast ends? Yes, <laughs> and you have to watch as the guest. As the guest, and I'll commentate. I'm yes, just like you know what? And for a guy who's hard. homeschooled, he can certainly take a dick for a while. <laughs> no, I said I'm gonna be the top. Oh. Damn well, it. not when you say it like that. <laughs> I thought I was gonna be the top. Come on, guys, let me be the top. I want to turn. If you had to be gay, would you want to be top or bottom? 
I'd always be top is giving it right. Yeah, yeah. I'd never want to take it. So really, yeah. You're a selfish game in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I would be the guy that's like, nah, ain't nothing big gay about getting your dick sucked. <laughs> You're the one sucking my dick. You're the faggot. <laughs> <laughs> You know, oh, so funny we is, made it uh, all the way to the Jack Hall episode without uh, saying that. <laughs> What's really funny is um, it took me years. Like, I was totally okay with people being gay. Well, of course. But, like, I just... All right, so, like, I was talking to... I'll just tell the story. So, I was talking to a gay friend of mine, and we were just hanging out, um, and we were, like, we were in a... It's not nearly as bad. You're going to regret <laughs> using that drop. Because <laughs> we were just having lunch on this like a patio restaurant, right? So you could just see people walking by. And he was like, he saw this one dude and he's like, God damn, I'd love to put his knees. But, but like, sorry, it's like his ears, his ears between his knees. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about where he's like, I want to lift him up and, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. And I was like. Like, do you mean you want to bend him over that far? <laughs> and he looked at me. He's like, "Explain what you mean by that." And I was like, "Well, don't you guys just do doggy style? Like, isn't that how the only way you can fuck?" And well, was, isn't it? No. And he was like, "Jack, gay gay people can do missionary." <laughs> and I was like, "What?" <laughs> and he was like, "You dumb motherfucker." <laughs> He was like, "Yeah, we can do missionary. We just have to like lift, lift up them a little up just bit more." A tiny bit and then me being a piece, of, I was like, "Is that why you all do yoga?" <laughs> <laughs> but you learned something. See, that I sounds like something. someone who grew up in Arkansas. You learned something, and then you guys did it. After and, that. and then we fucked. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, the Heineen podcast is pro gay missionary sex. Oh, I love all kinds of fucking. It, <laughs> All kinds. <laughs> it's art. Wait, hey, whatever you want to do. Dogs, cats, fuck it. Ass, titties, titties, fucking vagina, butthole, mouth. Fuck it. Uh, you know what? All right, this is just a weird... Uh, but I love the way Southern accents say the word butthole. Butthole? But it's beautiful to me. It's like, it's like, you ever licked a girl's butthole? Yeah, it's just so phonetically pleasing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, you're right, because you got the sharp t t t of the butt, and then hoe kind of ends with, like, like, it's just like a butthole. Dude, I butthole, and I'm like, When I first moved here, I worked in a bar, and, like, the girl bartenders would be like, I just love the way you talk. Could you just tell me a story? Yeah. And I would just, like, come up with some lame-ass fucking story. And it didn't matter what I said, but they'd just be, like, enthralled, just like, there is something <laughs> hypnotic about the southern accent that I'll never get over. Like it, like it's you, refreshing. Yeah, you could tell. Like I, I honestly think that's why you guys are so racist, just because <laughs> you can use that accent like a tall drink of racism. Yeah, just sell it just to convince you to hate somebody. Else. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know what's happening. You're just like, which southern accent do you like? Oh, that is fa- my favorite. Is um, well, I like yours, uh, the which Arkansas, is Arkansas one, right? Yeah. I like more of the drawl, right? Oh, like, yeah. like I like, uh, like my Alabama. My, bro- my sister-in-law, she's from uh, Carolina, uh, North Carolina. Yeah. I like theirs too. Western or, su- or Eastern? Because um, the Western one where I came from is kind of like it can be ugly sometimes. It's from out. Uh, she they're from outside of Raleigh. Oh, okay, okay, no. that's nice. Yeah, but like you know, then you know, I kind of like all of them because now I'm thinking of the fucking like. 
you know, the southern drawl of, a, the old of an esteemed plantation. Listen, you know. I'm just a southern gentleman. Yeah. It has been Fucking a Nick Ordolani's come bit on down where he's like, property. <laughs> Who? Like, Nick Ordolani, he has that bit of the coffee grounds. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-uh. Oh, my, I, I'm not going to do the whole bit. Yeah, right, I'm right. not going to do his bit here. But it was uh, like, I remember when I first started, like, like this is before I even did any comedy, right? But I had just moved here and I was going to Great Scott every Friday. Because I love, I was a comedy fan, right? So I'm just yeah. going to comedy like you guys, which is one yeah, of the right. reasons why I fucking bullied. I you called it spying. <laughs> yeah, and I went to the Great Scott and I watched Nick Ordolani do, get on stage, and he just did like because you know he, he does a really good accents. Mitch Hedberg. His, his act outs are so amazing. Yeah, but he has this bit about like his roommate leaving coffee grounds in the uh, French press, and he's like, you know how you have that argument with yourself. You know, where, like, you're fighting the other person, but they're not even aware of it. But he just goes, like, now I'm just a simple country boy from... <laughs> like, I put my pants on one leg at a time. And <laughs> and just, oh, that's, that's, that sounds like he's preaching on Sunday morning. Yeah. It, but it, there's it, a few old people that still talk like that. Right? And I love... Yeah, yeah. I, I think I just love all Southern accents. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh... So yesterday was my birthday, and uh, my grandma called me... She's 90. Yeah. And it just, it's warms me. Yeah. Warms my heart so much. It's nurturing. To hear, in a way. To hear yeah. like her, not only just her voice because she's my grandmother and I grew up with it. She, hello. Yeah. You know, like that's just like her. But just hearing the Southern accent, mm. and, I, and especially when I've been here for a, a long right. time, like I just now went back on Thanksgiving, or no, September before Thanksgiving, I went back for a wedding. And just being back in home, my hometown and hearing the voice and the accent and like, you know what's funny? I have a friend there. His name's Grant. Yeah. He's a, a good friend of mine. And uh, we used to make fun of him for not having a Southern accent. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, because his parents are from Chicago. So he never had one. But now when I go back... He's got a thick accent. Mm. I can really hear it. Well, you pick up like like a lot of people will like hard on people for like you meet them without one and then they have one. But like accents change, you know. I think it's a natural thing when social thing. Oh, and I intentionally stifled mine in college. Yeah, like the first year, I was like, oh, I don't want people to think this or that, and so I would like. Well, and that happened to me. So when I was younger, like I, so I spent my most of my like. like a, a, a significant of my earlier years in Boston, and I I was dropping my eyes, you know, like yeah, all that. Yeah. But then we moved to Miami, Florida, and I was taking Spanish classes. Miami. Where the biggest part of Spanish is, is you have to roll your eyes. Yeah. So I was just like, "How's your Spanish now?" Oh, it's uh, muy bien. <laughs> Boy, Don't ask me anything else. <laughs> Go back and forth. Go back and no, forth. No, no, no. Impress yeah, people. Uh, Impress uh, people. Uh, anger. Come on. Mi vocabulary. He, this like, fucker, I, he speaks Portuguese and Spanish. I bet he does. He's a smart motherfucker. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but this isn't about that. I, I so I spoke pretty decent Spanish, but you know, like if you don't use it, you lose it. Kind of oh, like, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's gone. But is I it completely true? changed my accent because like the Boston accent is all about dropping your R, and you had to roll them, and I had to roll them, and it changed how I spoke. Mm. But what's so funnier is like I lived in Hong Kong. Right. For my like my even earlier developmental years and both my parents were working. So, you know, in Hong Kong, like their economy is so shit. You could hire like a like a full time maid for fucking peanuts. Like it. Right. So we had a live in maid the entire time I was there who spoke didn't even like she spoke Mandarin. Right. As most people do or Cantonese. 
But a lot of uh, people in China have very local dialects. Like, it's a big thing. Like, Mandarin and Cantonese are kind of the universal ones. But everyone can speak, like, a local village dialect. And they kind of defer to that when they're, like, swearing and shit. (laughs) And so she would speak to me in her local dialect every now and then. So much so that when I got back to the States, my teacher sat sat my mom down and was like, Jack doesn't know English. (laughs) (laughs) And my mom was like, what are you talking about? She's like, he knows some English words, but he mixes them with a language I've never heard before. <laughs> <laughs> and, you're cu- and you're cussing your teacher out yeah, in some local Hong like, Kong dialect. Because she would just talk to me in her language every now and then. And I was like three when I lived there. So like I picked up on it the way a sponge of a brain at three picks yeah, up on languages. Right. And you're probably smarter when you're three. <laughs> <laughs> you're more observant. I think yeah, you're right. just less afraid of making mistakes. Mm. I think the reason kids like... The, I because it was the same over in um, in Tanzania. I lived there for for, for about a year, and the local dialects, same thing. Yeah, you have as an adult to learn a new language. You have to be so unafraid of embarrassing yourself that you I haven't part been like since you were a kid that you can't because you're gonna because you're gonna repeat the thing that they say and you're gonna do it wrong mm. and you're not not only that you're gonna do it wrong for the next 15 or 16 times I think another part of it too is like as an adult what you're doing is you're translating you know mm. like to pick up a new language you're always trans where oh, it's like a good point like here is what I hear and then here it is in the words I think in my head what it means like you don't think in that language you know so like it's so much more difficult to like take because languages like a lot of people just don't even realize like languages don't you, you don't communicate the same way yeah and it makes a huge impact yeah, on yeah, yeah but so when you're learning a new language as an adult you're learning it in terms of how do you translate it from your language to that language yeah. as opposed to when you're younger you're really just repeating ab- sounds yeah you're absorbing the meaning much more right you're not translating it to english you just know that meaning there is this sound that's a good point you know? that's a really good point yeah because yeah. it's just you're like a blank slate already and yeah you're just learning the new thing yeah, just learning things yeah you know? uh. i think yeah and i think it i think it also just like the idea of repeating a sound too as opposed to trying to oh, okay this is what this means all the time yeah, like kids and, do that and that, that layer of abstraction takes longer you know what mm-hmm. i mean like like you know, it's almost like computing power and shit. Yeah. 100%. By the way, are you still learning to code? Yeah. How's that going? <laughs> Poorly. <laughs> I've recently, I've, I've, a couple things have changed. Recently, I got a new position as like a. Uh, you might, you might want to flick that light off though. Are you, are you hearing the fan? No, I can't oh, hear. Oh. That is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is that better? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm still trying to learn. Still trying to learn it. In addition to doing a couple other things, but it's, it's so not going well. Wait, so so what level are you at? Uh, I'm still doing Python. Yeah, but like, what are you doing in Python? Like, like exercises-wise. Oh, this I, might be really boring for your fans, but like, <laughs> I mean, it's Mason's mom me. is gonna just tune out. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm just doing the same of. Um, like, are you doing loops? Are you doing like? No. Are you at variables? Yeah, variables. Like you, yeah, you yeah, 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 strings yeah, yeah. and integers. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. It gets a lot more fun. Okay. I'm teaching my roommate how to code right now. Oh, man. Maybe you should come over and teach me how to code. Dude, it is so much fun. See, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, and I think we might disagree on this minor little point. No, it fucking isn't. Yeah, <laughs> for real. I was just Dude, thinking, so, no, it so, does so, not sound here's fun. Here's the problem. It's like any language where, like, the first steps, where it's like you're learning the building blocks, right? But you need to understand the building blocks before you can start building. 
and that part blows dick. Like I remember, because I taught myself how to code, and just that, like that summer was the most painful. But thankfully, I was so I, I was so convinced that this is what I wanted to do. I no longer want to do that, so now I just have this random skill. But I was so convinced that I was able to push myself through it, and now I like that I can do it. Right, like yeah. I can build. Any like if it involves a, a phone or a computer, like hey, do you want me to make it? I can make it. You know? I mean, that kind of sounds like every industry, you know. Like yeah. I'm in, I'm in metal fat. I'm a welder. Yeah. And my first year to, to a year and a half, two years, I fucking was like, this is fucking hard. It's so boring. Like the, but but know. dude, I'll t- I remember the day like getting the hang of it and like. Now, oh, dude. now I'm such a I can do it blindfolded. Yeah, now. the first I gotta fun. be honest. The and first it, fifteen you know, dicks, the first fifteen dicks I sucked. <laughs> it was hard. It was hard to do. But now on sixteen to now, I kind of enjoy it. Dude, that's a great advertisement for homeschooling. Yeah. <laughs> first dick you sucked. Yeah, the first fifteen. How was that? Is this Lionel Richie? <laughs> Dude, I'm so bad with music. You know, so here's something that, like, people, when I when I meet new people and they try and talk to me about music, I always tell them this, and it's like, I don't really listen to music. And Do you they, not? They think I'm a sociopath. And it's you, true. You're joking when you say that, though. No, I'm not. I you're mean, not You're not big into music? I just don't listen to it. Yeah. Here's the thing. I love music. I used to play jazz. I so was a you just trombone player. But it's just, like... When no, when normal people are listening to music, I prefer silence, uh, or I like I like podcasts. Like I'll listen to a yeah, podcast talk. in the background, but like there's something where it's just like music kind of bores me in a way. What do you do when you're just? What do you do when you have a group of people over at your house? I let them put music on. Oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> yeah, like, but like, see, I I'm a I I was a musician. Yeah, well, for, that's the thing is I played trombone for a long time and I loved it, but like. When it wasn't time to play, I wasn't thinking music. I'm a, I love music. Oh. Like, the other day, I woke up. Um, you know, I've just been kind of doing random shit because of the quarantine. Yeah. The other day, I woke up early, and I, I was like, I really want a cookie. And, uh, you know, there were no cookies around, so I was like, fuck, I'm just going to make cookies. Like, I woke up Ugh. at 7 in the morning and just decided to make <laughs> And so I'm making, like, you know, I'm like making the dough from scratch and all that shit. And I just put music on. And both my Abby, my fiance, and my roommate came into the kitchen, and they're just like, "Are you listening to music?" <laughs> what was the station? I was listening to Elton John. Well, that's good music. Yeah, when I listen to music, it's good, and I do like I can recommend songs that we should listen to. Like, like if we're in a like, they're like I got to hey. be honest. For someone that just explained what you just explained, for you to ever recommend music to me, I <laughs> yeah. would probably. Not not believe like, you. I love the Black Keys. It's my favorite band. Like, yeah, and so like I'll put that on. So you know Dan know. Alberback. No, I don't know. Nate. Okay, no. he's one so of the he's Black Keys? yeah. Is he one of the Black Keys? Yeah, Is yeah. He the drummer, or the guitar he's the guitar player, player yeah. I believe. That dude's I might have cool. that mixed up, but my point is, he has a solo album called Dan Alberback. Oh, does he? I it's Dan, to that. Yeah. it's really good. But I'm not the type of person to just be like, oh, I just kind of want to listen to music right now. Like, See, I, I love music. Yeah, I can't drive. I can't. Drive without listening to music. I can't take a shower without yeah. having music on. So, yeah, like, I, I fill my, that void with other things, but, like, a lot of the times I enjoy silence because it's... Damn, I gotta get there, man. It's very loud. I like silence it's when I'm sleeping. It's very loud in my head. Like, like and it's, it's one of the reasons why I have such a hard time sleeping. 
Because in silence is when I'm thinking the most. Yeah, like, I have that problem. But in my head, it's just so loud. Just the idea. So I like. So I drove all the way here. Nothing. Like, really. Forty five minute drive. In traffic. Creepy. Oh, See, that's yeah. yeah. No, no podcast so, or yeah. nothing. Nothing. Like I was listening to your podcast, but then my phone overheated. Then, no, and then no, it'd be on. Then you were like, this sucks. Bored. Well, no, no. This is not a good sometimes podcast. I'm gonna like, turn like, this off. Sometimes when I'm driving, I'm just like, that's too loud. Oh, it's dude. just like I'm yeah. Just, I'm I would quiet. have to like myself so much more so, to be comfortable being alone with myself. In Northern Virginia, <laughs> when I lived in Northern Virginia, I was going to school at Clark and Worcester. And, you know, uh, pretty much for every break, I would drive down to Northern Virginia and back up. I could do it in about seven hours because I have a very heavy foot, right? There were more... Do you have gout? More, <laughs> more than a few trips. <laughs> Dude, fucking play some drop for that. Like, that, was, <laughs> that, was a, that was your best work so yeah, far right? today. <laughs> but... More, there God we go. Fucking fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> See, the thing more, is, I uh, turn it down to get rid of the humming. Fuck me. Just uh, go ahead. More <laughs> than a few trips uh, were in complete silence. So I'm talking seven hours. Seven in a hours car. of silence. No breaks, unless I need to go buy a pack of cigarettes. Cool. So it's so the good. essentials. It's so good that we're friends with you, so that when you kill everyone, you don't kill us. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's I like sharing it because everyone's just like, "You are insane." That's you know? I mean, my dad could give a heard. shit less about music either. You know? The thing is, I, it's like there is so much going on inside my head that I'm thinking about, and like, right? But isn't loud. that scary? No. Well, wait. Let me let me That's tell you something to make I write you feel most of my jokes when I drive. Actually, well, so let me t- so I agree. Let me tell you something that, that I can agree with you big on. Are you saying that when you listen to too much music, that's what you hear in your head? Yeah. Over and over. So I have a, a super relatable. I have no. a super relatable. A few things. Number one. On a daily basis, whatever song I previously heard, I'm going to be seeing that in my head yeah. for the rest of the time that I'm awake. And it bugs me. And it, and it gets on my nerves, but I've learned over the years to accept it. And then also I can now replace it with thinking of comedy, thinking of bits, thinking yeah. of ideas for the podcast, thinking of... And instead I bug Andrew. I send him 10 texts a day yeah. of things that mean nothing. Okay. <laughs> So here's, so, an, here's another but, fucking curve. Well, okay. here's, the, here's the thing that I most compare with you about. When I was in the fifth grade, I didn't realize what these were that I'm hearing. Like, I'm hearing music in my head. I'm hearing all these thoughts and all this stuff. And I actually told the teacher about it. You know, I'm like, oh. she's like, why, aren't you, why don't you listen? Why aren't you being better? There's something along that, those lines. And I'm like, because all I hear in my head all day are voices. All I'm hearing yeah. are voices. Yeah. I just hear. She's like, songs, you need to be homeschooled. Songs I heard, <laughs> songs I heard, ideas, these things. But in the fifth grade, I didn't understand that these ideas oh, your own. and these like, music. Yeah. And then, it, and then later, I realized that that's just thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Public Mason. system at work. Mason so, discovers fucking, thinking. So. <laughs> Title of this episode. <laughs> so, no, and I get, come to find out, looking back, she's a cunt <laughs> and and stifled my creative thinking. Oh, this is true. Though I think you're right. Yeah, I because I right. was trying to explain to her what I was hearing. Yeah, but she was like looking was, at me like that's disturbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and and, see, and I just couldn't articulate it. And see, like when I told people I don't listen to music, they're always just like, "That's weird." And yeah. I'm just like, no, but I'm like, it's like, and I, I know I've said this, but it's loud in my head. I'm thinking. 
and like I'm like it overwhelms yeah, everything and it's like the, the problem is uh, when a lot of people I think they listen to music to quiet that down uh-huh for me when I hear music it's interrupting that and that frustrates me yeah because uh-huh. yeah. it's a good point uh, yeah. that makes sense yeah. see because I listen to uh, actually I do I do listen to you know what? Here's something that can go exactly with what you're saying. Mm. When I'm on my way to an open mic or a show, yeah, on a on a, you're on just a, thinking about your bits. I turn my music off completely, yeah. Yeah. and I and I do not listen to a thing. Yeah, no podcast, no music. I'm if anything, I'm listening to a previous set on a recording. Dude, I've done like like multiple hour drives to a set in complete silence, and all I'm doing is repeating. is your bit. And also, like, do you time it too? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm, oh yeah. But I'm imagine like I time it different ways. Like I time it where I'm like, you know, if I get a longer laugh than I'm used to, like, right, because that's that the thing way. you got to include laughs. You got yeah, you know. See, and then, I, I've and never you, had that problem. That's <laughs> why. Oh, dude. Well, this no, I also have. Anytime I'm going to do a bit, uh, a set where I'm like it's longer than ten minutes, I have three sets. I have a set that I think is the right one, which is like I'm planning for a little bit of laughs and I can continue. Then I have one where I'm like I'm getting more laughs than I expected. And then I have one with no laughs where it's like, fuck, I'm bombing (laughs) (laughs) and just joke, 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 joke. And like I know about a minute in what set I'm going to be doing. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, I I do the exact same thing. Um I, uh, I, I, how long have you guys ever done, by the way? I'm curious. Uh, I've done eight minutes. Eight minutes? What's Ten. It? Ten? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, fuck, uh, go, Fucking go ahead. Fucking comics uh, here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and, what, and what, by what the way, we, also, what, by the way, what were, just, what, were we, what were we just talking about? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I cut you off. We were talking about, um, loud thoughts. Not thinking of anything while we're driving to the show. Driving to the show and I going have three over different your types set of sets. Over and over. Yeah. You you go ahead because I, I I let me, let me just. Think I was just gonna it. say go I've ahead. done I've done ten in air quotes. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. But you did ten. I was yeah. I was there for ten minutes. I have probably seven good minutes. I uh, maybe. maybe so I did a tw- twenty minute set uh, for this. So I, I competed in this. This is this, again. This kind of like goes back to why you should always try and expand outside of Boston. Like I did um, a comedy competition in Warwick, Rhode Island. And uh, I, I got second place. I didn't get first, but there was a fucking dude in a wheelchair, so obviously he's going to get first. <laughs> 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 uh, I forget his uh, name. Fuck, I'm sorry. God damn it. I'm Anyways, that's hilarious. I'm forgetting his name right now. We're good friends. Um, I, it's just, it's oh, 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 yeah, from here. Yeah, from yeah, Ethan, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Super good guy. Yeah. Fucking great guy. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but so I was like, I, I'm watching, I'm like, You're, he's going to win. <laughs> I'm just like fuck it, whatever. Well, let me. Ask, was he funny though? Oh, he's hilarious. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe not talking about the same person. That's oh, because wait, this guy that you're talking about he's, stinks. He's he's funny. Like, yeah. I'm, like he will be. What funny. was the type of wheelchair? He will, It wasn't even. A, <laughs> yeah, what brand of wheelchair? I, I, no, so it's not Ethan because I know Ethan. He's funny. Um, it really wasn't even a wheelchair. It's a walker. Oh. oh, he's I, a kicky foot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's faking, dude. <laughs> no, what's funny is I sat at the bar with him when I first showed up, and we're just like, oh, you comic, how long have you been doing it, blah, blah, blah. And, like, I'm talking to him, and I'm like, I'm going to crush this, dude. Like, like in my, because, you know, I don't like being that competitive, but there is a part of me where, like, particularly in a comedy competition, I'm like, uh, he's only been doing comedy two years, 
And I'm like, I fucking, I, I, you know, like, I know this business. I know what to do, and I'm going to ruin you. And he's like, anyways, I got to use the bathroom. And then he turns around and grabs his walker and starts, and I'm like, fuck, I lost. <laughs> no, but he's a good guy. We've gotten to know each other, and I like him a lot. I, I, uh, you know, I'm so bad with I'm Burt Kreischer with names. Like, I just, I, yeah, it's right, like right. fucking escaping, but, but he's a good dude. But anyways... So I did that comedy competition, and some random dude, I'm outside smoking, some random dude just comes up to me, and he's like, hey man, you were fucking hilarious. And he's like, I'm dropping my album in a month. Uh, do you want to come and do 20 minutes? And I was like, yeah, sure. Fuck yeah. Yeah, oh, hell yeah. 100%. And where, where at? It was in, um, oh, it's, uh, Brian Bowen does a lot of shows there. It's like some pot house. Like, uh, it's not- Like marijuana? Yeah, like like they don't serve beer, but everybody but there can, can smoke, smoke inside. And like it's like he does give a warning when he's like comics who don't smoke weed, like you're gonna get high being in this building. <laughs> oh, cool, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, right before quarantine, there was supposed to be that pot show. For uh, actually, did that happen at Whitehorse or uh, what? What's the place? Was it? What's the place where uh, White Bull? White Bull? Did that happen? I'm not Can sure. Can you grab me one that. of those two? I don't remember that show. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I don't. None of this matters. Anyways, I was just thinking. Passed by, passed by the other day, driving through the city and stuff, just with my just to get the fuck out of the house. Yeah. And it was boarded up. White, White Bull? Oh, well, that's because they thought that the, the, the riots. The riots it was, just, and, it was yeah. just weird to see, like, all the places we've, all the places we go. Went down where, you know, McGreevy's and Poorhouse and everything right. is, and those are all boarded up, and it was, it was crazy to see. But anyways, so I did the 20 minutes. Yeah. And um, and wait, uh, I'm sorry. Where did you say it happened at, the 20 minutes? Uh, it was at this, again, I'm forgetting. I mean, I can oh, oh, find it on okay, Facebook. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. A lot, yeah. Of, lot of dead air while you're yeah, waiting for me. That's okay, yeah. yeah. But um, I, did, I, I did great, you know? Like I, you know and, but like it was so weird, like going from 10 to 20. Like just a lot of shit can happen. Mm. And that was really weird. But fu- guess who was there? Fucking Walker kid was also there, <laughs> and he Kick bombed. Kick he foot. bombed, and I'm like, "Yeah, fuck you." <laughs> That's right. Walker can't save you when it comes to twenty yeah, minutes. Yeah, turn, yeah, right. You and your fucking diabetes leg, <laughs> you motherfucker. Oh, I remember his name. Stolen Valor. I'm not gonna say his name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get a wheelchair for Christ's sake. He can't be kicky footing around. I, I love when podcasts reference other podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Only the really cool people will if get If you liked it. your mom's house, yeah. you should definitely. <laughs> Dude, oh, my, all right. I got to show you guys this. And I know, I wish you had a visual component, but, and like. It's it, coming soon. The reactions that you guys are going to have will make it worth the audio. Because um, I was on the Your Mom's House podcast subreddit the other day. Okay. And you. What does that mean exactly, though? So, you know, Reddit. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, I, don't, I, I only know what you're saying. It's like I don't a social know what media it, thing. Yeah. So Reddit is. A, I like, thought, I'm a okay. big. I'm, I'm a big redditor. Like I, I. That's more like my main social media because it's all pretty much anonymous, which I kind of like. You know. So it's people like Reddit. All it is is like a forum where just people share links, right? But you can have subreddits, which are like Facebook pages with themes to them. I did. Hang on. I'm sorry. I finally remembered. What I was forgetting. I want to talk to you about virtual shows. But now continue. Yeah, we'll talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But um, that just I yeah, I couldn't lose clicked. it. I had to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Okay, but so, so like Reddit essentially is like it's filled with these things called subreddits, and essentially it's just a, a loose forum with a theme to it, like a Facebook group, 
uh, where people post links relative to that. Right. Okay. So like there are your generic brand subreddits that are like pictures and all like people are just submitting recipes like, yeah, and exactly. furniture and shit that no one but cares there are, about. There are very like small subreddits. One of them is one for your mom's house podcast, right? And so I went there just Love like, it. like looking for a discussion on the podcasts, which you do get. But then you also get people who are trying to submit fucked up shit to be featured on the your mom's house podcast. Which, by the way, if you're going to do that, you need to use their actual email that yeah. they give out at every episode. <laughs> so why the fuck? Well, if I think Nadav probably browses this because they do so, show oh, some okay. pretty fucked up oh, shit. Oh, okay. Um, so oh, I damn. found I found one. <laughs> There's some fucked up shit on there. I hope it looks like I'm, I'm having yeah, it, like fucking but like uh I found one last night. I oh, jeez, it's not gonna load. Um but let's see. Hopefully it loads. Uh and I I don't wanna spoil it. So like let's move on and see if it hit, because like So can we go to can yeah, we go we can to, go to virtual I, shows and we'll see yeah. So this is something that I had I I have forgotten about this topic three times now, mm-hmm. and now that I have it, I would right. like to ask you, we were just, earlier we talked about how we're both very into, or all of us agree that there's nothing more than, because we're talking about, at the very beginning of this, which I think this got deleted, I don't think that this recorded, mm. we were talking about how it's tough going to open mics without new material because yeah. you're doing it to other open micers. Yeah. And I don't say that term as if I'm anything different. I am an open mic com- comedian. Yeah. Uh, I don't mean anything by that. Um, but how have you adjusted, if at all, to virtual shows slash open mics? I... Um I've not done any of the virtual. Actually, so while I while I say this, can you log into your Wi-Fi for me? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here you go. Yeah. So I um I haven't done any virtual mics because, and I've again heard you on the podcast talking about it. like I agree with you. I just it's like, what's the point of doing it if you can't hear the laughs, right? And yeah, like I have been, Timing. I've seen some of the, I've seen some of the laughs that people get and stuff like that, but it's just like, it's just not the right format. You know I what agree. I mean? Like I it's agree. like you're trying to do stand. Obviously. Yeah, you're, it's like you're just trying to do something that is so help, like so reliant on a certain medium, and you're trying to do it in a different medium. It's just not going to work. You mm-hmm. know. I that, agree. That said, I have had to do a virtual show because I was on the March Madness. Um, oh, I saw your name in that. Yeah, and uh, this is also why I was bringing yeah, it up. So because I'm an idiot, I forget things and I smoke <laughs> weed. So, so I would love to hear about this. Yeah, so that was the like. So the thing was like, you know, I love Josh Filipowski. Like he's a, he. You know, I don't even know who he is. He's a good guy. I mean, some people don't like him. Some people like love him. Like I. That's the know, way with everything. Yeah, that's the thing. They can't all be winners. Like, Josh has only always been good to me. Yeah. So I've got nothing bad to say about him. Yeah. Right? And he's always he's actually like done me a couple favors. So like I, I like him a lot. Good. So I, I was can't on, wait to meet him. Yeah, he's a great guy. <laughs> yeah. So I had it like. Uh, like we were booked way in advance for this. Yep, this has yeah. been around for a. This was yeah. months ago. A month, well, months for, ago. I, I did it last year. Like it's for charity. Like it's for a great cause. Like and you know, so I I understood why he was like, I'm just gonna try and keep it a, like try and get something. You know what I mean? Right. Because like he's done this all like in his entire life. He's done this show, and it, and it, sometimes it's been huge. Sometimes it's been weaker. 
So he when he told me he's like, hey, like I got an email. He's like, you're doing the the Zoom show. I was like, all right, fuck it. You know, like I. But what I decided to do was play with the format, right? Because this isn't going to be stand, live stand up comedy. This is going to be a little different. So what I did was I pre-recorded a, my own laugh track. No way. <laughs> so are you fucking kidding yeah, me? I, I, oh, using GarageBand, you, you legitimately did what I do. Yeah, I recorded. I recorded. Yeah. But what damn I, it! No, but what I, I did was it, it was way worse because yeah, I yeah. I did myself laughing in a bunch of. Different oh my ways. god! Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I like that, dude. Hang on, hang on, everybody, hang on, hang on. Hang on. T- do you have the recording of you laughing? Not on my phone. Okay, I have it on my computer. I'll send it to you. All you right. guys can hear it in the. Is it? Podcast. Can you do what you did? All right. So, well, but it won't come out because it would be like. Ha, 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 ha. But was later. it? No, but it was it one singular laugh? No, no, no. It was me laughing like five different ways, and I combined and you put it the track. Yeah, there you. But then I added like. <laughs> and then I would add like. That is hilarious. And then I'd add like, this guy's a genius. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like where does he like, get this stuff? Like, oh my god! Oh my god! He's so funny. Yeah. He's so funny. And then can you one, believe I, that? I had one Trump joke. <laughs> I had one, and here's the thing: it's the same laugh track over and over again, right? So, like, <laughs> just with new dialogue added to it, right? So I'm like, this guy's a genius. Like, I almost peed my pants, and then I did my Trump joke, and it's like, Haha, easy on the Trump stuff, there, buddy. Like, <laughs> and like, so I had written like, that's brilliant. I wrote like these fucking like, um, God, who's a no respect guy? The, oh, Roger Rodney, Rod- Rodney, Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield. I, I said Roger Dangerfield. I wrote some like Rodney Dangerfield <laughs> style yeah. jokes. Hey, yeah, my wife. Right. Like, uh, hey, tough uh, crowd. I've been trying to move recently, but you know, like just trying to stay active in this coronavirus. The yeah. other day, I moved from lying on the couch to sitting on the couch. You know, like just like, yeah. hey, hey, dumb shit. Yeah, tough crowd. And. I set it all up like it took me a lot like I almost it took me longer to set up how the many audio. minutes did you do uh, I did like five minutes okay oh, fuck and I didn't advance <laughs> and the reason I didn't advance is because I was playing it on Andrew my Del phone. Volpe beat you right no tiny beat me oh okay okay but the reason I you know tiny first of all is hilarious and yeah. he did really he's great well. yeah yeah, he, yeah. yeah like but I think one of the reasons why it didn't work is because zoom is really good Lagging. at canceling white noise. Oh. And so I would do my joke and then I would use my phone and I would play the laugh track and Zoom canceled out the laugh no. track. So what it looked like silence. what it looked like was me just saying a really shitty joke and then sitting there and waiting for a bit. Right. And then doing another yeah. shitty joke. I mean, dude, that's part of the problem yeah. with, with why, yeah, like I'm not and I had a like again, that was me just trying to play with the medium, you know, and just yeah. like have fun with that. Yeah. But as opposed to uh, as far as like going to an open mic to like work out material, that's not I I, I, I don't think it's that I yeah. think the only thing that that like the only positive of Zoom open mics is to like be involved with that community still, which is fun, you know, but I so that's sort of as if you that's like doing the the thing that we talked about. Uh, it's not necessarily what's the show where they shit on each other. Hecklefest. Yeah, it's not a heck. It's, you're not doing it's just a group meeting. Yeah. Of people it's hanging just like out, having, and it's just comics shooting the shit. Right, right. right. I so like now that, that I'm on your Wi-Fi, though. Okay, so I found this on your mom's house podcast, uh, the subreddit. All right, so oh, Jesus fucking Christ! 
No, Mason. it's not real though, is it? Yeah, no, that's real. It's a prosthetic? No. Oh, what did he do? You know what synth synthol oil is? Yeah. You know, like the he shit. Put the, he just injected? He injected it into his... So, yeah! so for those listening, um, this no! this guy essentially, like, injected... Uh, Mason, you got to look at this. Too. Okay, yeah, I'm oh, sorry. I would I love just, to get I, your reaction to this. Oh, Lord, have mercy on us and all our children. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is that real? It's real. Why? <laughs> That's not real. Yeah, no, it's real. So for those listening, like synth oil is that thing that you inject your muscles with. Dude, that, that like make them swell up, but it doesn't mean like, you know. What? It, you can't put that in a Yeah, place. yeah. So somebody did that. Oh my God. Like, so dude. just like for those listening, Google synth, synthol oil and you'll see a bunch of muscular dudes with unrealistic looking muscles. What and then imagine the someone fuck? did that to their fucking penis and balls. It looked like it, he held a pillow. Yeah, it's it's disgusting. But if you notice... Kinda, it, okay, let's be honest. It was kind of hot. No, no, no. But if you okay. notice the wristbands, right? On the... Like the guys wearing... Right? Oh, it's Tom McDonald. Yes! <laughs> I fucking... It's, I mean, it's not, it's not him. It is! It is! So, so last night, I was pretty drunk when I saw this. <laughs> I sent it to Tom and I was like, hey, did your phone get hacked? <laughs> because I think, I think one of your nudes got released on the internet. <laughs> oh Dude, that. And he texts me, he goes, those fucking Russians, man. And, I, and then I messaged him back. I was like, was it cold or something? <laughs> Jesus Christ, oh, dude! For fuck's sake, that dude. is terrible. Oh man, I'll send you the link so you can like you know post it. Do you guys have a Facebook page or anything? We've got an Instagram. Not page. that I would put that on <laughs> <laughs> my Facebook right. page. If you, you, say, guys, that, if you, you guys, say that now, but just wait until my face for the, is for those listening. For the, then I'm just gonna do a shameless plug for those listening. <laughs> if you want to see the link. Just uh, follow me on Instagram at LickMyHalls and uh, DM me and I will send you the link. Hell yeah, brother. Well, I think this is a good... Uh, I think I don't think we can top that. <laughs> but, uh, fuck. So anyways, follow us also on uh, Instagram at, uh, at high noon underscore pod uh, for the High Noon Instagram. And you can follow me at, at Mason E. Smith. You can follow me at O underscore Hubba Hubba, and you can follow Mason's wife uh, for mental health advice at, at the dot d- nurse dot sunshine. And also listen to be looking forward to a new episode of Welcome to the Smiths coming out soon. Just had our first guest. Uh, that'll be available uh, within the next couple days, wherever you listen to podcasts. Fuck yeah. And uh, Jack you know, Hall. Hey man, thanks, uh, Paul. Thanks for thank coming. you so much, dude. Fucking three hours of podcasting. That's pretty Fuck impressive. Yeah. And it was a good time. I just want to. So this song, uh, I had this prepared to go out on. If you wouldn't mind, just leaving your headphones on for a second. You know I don't like music though, right? <laughs> I think you'll like this one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming, brother. Oh, dude, thanks for having me. Yeah, it was yeah, so much dude. fun. So glad thank you so came. Much. It was great to see another comedian again. It was oh awesome. yeah. Um, hope you listen to the whole thing. Thanks. <laughs> Baby, hit a rip for me, baby Take another
another shot, get lit for me, baby. Ooh, it's a quarter to two. What you wanna do? Country, country dancing to you. 